0: Well, my hamstring's not good enough to play soccer. It doesn't mean I'm handicapped. No, you do play soccer though. Well, yeah, but I'm not not at a high
1: level. That doesn't matter what level you play at. Alright, let's go it's to like the fancy. It's like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like if if they like dumbed your mouth for uh tooth surgery yeah. and it lasts for the rest of the semester, you're handicapped, mate. You can't teach. <laughs> that is fucking bananas. <laughs> if that was me, if
0: I if that legit happened and I didn't teach, I'd be the biggest pussy on earth.
1: You can't talk,
0: you nonce. I'm not a nonce. <laughs> On today's Footy Corner, Chelsea paints London blue as Lampard sweeps former boss Mourinho who can't beat his old teams. Martial and Bruno do a madness for Olay at Old Trafford. Arsenal win back-to-back Premier League matches for the first time since August. The Reds escape defeat with a furious comeback at Anfield. A man changes his name after a club, along with the usual comments, predictions, nonce of the week, fantasy corner, and gambling corner. Next. We are
1: back on the Footy Corner. Arie, how's everything going? Everything is going good. Uh, don't look at the screen. Uh, everything's going good. It's going to be kind of off, but these are my notes, mate. Fair enough. Um, everything's going good. The uh-huh. third time. Yeah. Um, not much of note. How about you? Well, we're back on schedule. That's the good yeah. news. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we have an interview. Double bonus. Yes, we have the caboose. Might be a longer episode. Exactly. We got the caboose on. So it will be a longer it. episode. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, you know, throw in your reviews and hopefully the people enjoy did themselves. You, did you get anything new? Did you do anything We have a special guest coming next week. Yes. So that's all we'll say it? for now. We'll just, we'll let the people,
1: Okay. maybe later in the show, we'll, okay, let, okay. we'll, we'll let them listen. Okay. But yeah, no, this
0: week's been, uh, yeah, been okay. I went to Medieval Times this weekend. Oh yeah? <laughs> it was a, it was a bit of an electric factory, especially when you're on a party bus before you get there.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, we've gotten pretty, uh, drunk for a friend's birthday. Uh, I saw Steve there. Shout out to Steve. Saw oh, yeah. Milan, mm-hmm. friends of the pod. Big friends of the pod. Hoping to get Max on soon. Okay. You guys will be introduced to him if you've not heard from him. Caitlin was there, obviously. Look mm-hmm. at that. A bunch of guests from the pod were there. So, um, our knight lost in the first match. He was pretty ass. Yikes, that was first round. Yeah, he was shit in the bucket. Like, he was really good in the skills competition. So, you know, like, before they fight, they'd, like, yeah, try like- to get those little rings and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he was really good at that, but that was about all he was good at because he was tragic. So tragic that the birthday boy's dad, who had done an edible, yeah, was like, Why the fuck should I stick around and watch it? My guy's out. I'm leaving <laughs> after he had finished his meal. Did he leave? He did, but but like we, I mean, the bus wasn't ready to take us, so I'm not sure. He never like went back to his seating area. He just
2: Ubered, so something? he probably
0: went to no. I mean, he was back on the bus eventually, so he just probably chilled outside the stadium for the rest. Oh, of the probably thing. had like
1: the like because they have drinks out there too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So
0: it was um no, it was an electric time, obviously. Uh, medieval times, highly recommended. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and outside of that, we picked up uh we picked up our father from the airport yesterday. Yeah. And got rewarded with enough food to feed uh I don't know, half the world. Yeah. So yeah, things are going well. I'm hoping for a snow day here. Not tomorrow, but, but Wednesday. So it's looking like it's gonna snow a ton here in the Midwest. Yeah, that's about all I got. Oh, and we're gonna go to the shoe on Saturday, I hope. That's my goal. Maybe, yeah. Are you
1: are you down? Yeah, I'm down. Getting my gaming set up on Thursday. Okay. got a monitor what does that mean? and a Twitch camera, mm-hmm. so uh going to be on Twitch here and there. So for those
0: that don't know, can you explain what Twitch is or what <laughs> you're gonna be doing oh. on
1: Twitch? You just like talk and play video games on in front of a camera. Do you have a name that people can find you at? Not yet.
0: Do we have a name that people can find us at on Twitter? Yes,
1: the Footy Corner 2. All right. At Twitter. Yeah,
0: so uh, get out to us, reach out, and um, yeah. Do you have anything else? Man, that was a pretty quick intro, but I don't think there's anything too much of note. Um I must say that sports have been bad, so this is one of the first times that... For us. This is one of the first times that, like, I've been able to, like, speak well on this show, and this is, like, the main sport that's going for me right now because of the
1: streak my voice have been on. I mean, other than your arsenal and my Liverpool, um, the Blackhawks just made some terrible trades, in my opinion. and they suck now. The Bulls Bulls are just a dumpster fire. What else is there? The Bears have Trubisky as their quarterback. And Purdue really jacked up, man. They've lost two home games in a row, and so. I'm sad. I'm very sad. So, Arsenal lifted my spirits. People are getting in insane accidents at Daytona. I mean, what, what's going good in the world? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: shh. I Jeff know, Paris' the Leafs
1: are struggling. Yeah. Brian Moore's um, Blue Jackets, Jackets are, are struggling. They were doing well a little bit ago. They've been losing now again. I mean, they don't have the best roster, to be honest. Fair but enough. it's okay. All right, um, yeah. So uh, hopefully things uh, turn around. Well, this is the footy corner. So let's let's talk soccer and let's do it. Um, Do you want to? Are you presenting? I mean, we could like switch off or whatever. All right. Well, for the first game, we'll go to uh, Stanford Bridge.
0: Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea, Tottenham, Spurs. Chelsea two, Tottenham one. Uh, Giroud and Alonso scoring for Chelsea. Uh, before Rudiger felt bad and put one in his own net. He went
1: on his own little rage and when. Uh, 2-1 Chelsea. You know, I feel like I feel like Rudiger is just like the complete bull He's taken David Luiz's spot as far as the Premier League's wild card at center back. Yeah. Like, he could make a really good play and then he could just... I mean, not that this goal is his fault, but Correct. like, he has an own goal next to his name. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just that guy.
0: I mean, he's on a roll. He's been scoring now. What, like, he scored three goals in the past couple weeks. <laughs> One of them the wrong way. But hey, it is what it is. Big win for Chelsea, I think. Right? Yeah. I think it separates them kind of from... 5th through 10th, 5th through 11th. Um, speaking of the game itself, the only somewhat controversial moment I want to talk about here is, did you see the Loselso uh potential red card? Yeah. In the 52nd minute, I think you had a foul on uh, Dave. I think this should have been a red card. Clearly. Really? Yeah. They went to VAR. I think it should have been a red card.
1: Yes. Yeah, things are getting called. They just got to find a consistent thing with it. Because VAR catches it. the The VAR referee sees it. I mean, I don't know what to say other than that. I mean, they just—you get one one ref will call something, and the other will, will call it differently. Well, and that's be the what, same play, and
0: same. that's what boggles my mind for those that listen to the call on TV. The guy and I and I saw it. He said, "Oh, there was no intent." Well, there was no intent when, and I'm obviously I'm bringing up a personal thing, but when Pierre Emerick Aubameyang made that tackle that gave him a red card and suspended him for three games, right? Obviously, there was no intent. He was just laid on a challenge. And if yeah. you're laid on a challenge and you get a guy's ankles with your cleats, there's a good chance you should be sent off. So I, I think he should have been gone.
1: Okay. Nonetheless, Chelsea wins. I mean, it didn't really matter. You know, this would have been huge for Tottenham because did they beat, or did they lose or win against United last week? I totally forgot already. I think they won. Yeah, they won, No, right? did
0: they win? I don't know. Either way, no, Chelsea <gasps> played United last week. Oh, okay, okay, And they lost, so it was big for them. Yeah, yeah. Tottenham had been on a roll, but T- Tottenham's now going to the stretch, I guess we could talk about it now, where they're not going to have Son, obviously, yeah. they're not going to have Kane. You're looking to see what's going to be that scoring, and you saw, I saw a match that they put Lucas and um, Bergwijn up front, and to me that was a problem because there was no connection. And it was a lot of long bull yeah. from Mourinho's side, and, and the Tottenham fans that I've Seen here or there. I don't talk to a lot of them. Yeah. But they are not happy with that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on what are they going to do with this situation?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, it, It's tough because obviously you got rid of Erickson and they didn't they didn't bring anyone in, did they? So you didn't bring anyone in. You can have a Bergwijn. relatively new manager. Oh, yeah. And, and I've he, been he,
0: impressed with him. He's really good. Yeah. He's good. But he's not going to, I don't think he's the answer to his central midfield. So you're going to need, and, and I don't think Loselso is much of an answer right now. I mean, we got to give
1: him time. Yeah. But where's that connection, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's tough. Um, uh, by the way, this is Lampard's Chelsea. Um, mm-hmm. They're the first team to defeat Mourinho's side. This was tweeted at us, actually, I think by Brian, right? Yeah. Oh, first, the fun fact. The yeah, fun fact. Yeah, first team to defeat a Mourinho's side. Twice, twice in a season. Home and away. So, I mean, you got to think of all those other teams that he's played. Um, the Barcelonas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, fair to to say his return to Stamford Bridge did not go to plan. I think he's got a monumental task with the injuries at hand the rest of the season. And I think
1: they're at risk for not making Champions League. You know, I think his success will deeply lie on this summer. You know what the fucked up thing is about this? I think his fate depends on how much money they're willing to give him to spend in the transfer window. But is this a team that can afford to not be in Champions League for a season? Because I'll
0: be honest with you. I don't know. They're, I think they're in that spot. They're in the fifth spot right now, maybe. But there's a load of teams right below them that are in much better form than Tottenham with less injuries,
1: less concerns going forward, I think. I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they can afford it. I think if there's a season you can afford it, it's this season, just because I think this summer um, everyone's going to be wanting people, and obviously not every team is going to hit. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people that don't buy or uh, buy the wrong people, i.e. Tottenham a couple years ago when they... Bought like forty thousand guys, and they all ended up being Jamokes mm-hmm. minus Erickson. Right. Um, shout out Lewis Holtby, by the way, who was your big boy. He sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, going on the other side of it, Chelsea. Uh, yeah.
0: Get the win. Few few small concerns, and, and and we bring it up when we talk to Brian. Yeah. Willie Caballero, very dicey. On I don't know if you saw the long ball to Tanganga. Long ball. The long yeah. ball. The, the only way that that. Uh, Spurs are attacking. Mm-hmm. He dribbled around him but didn't have a good angle to score on a play that Willie Caballero came way out. I mean, it seems like every game this man is looking a bit comedic. When do you <laughs> think Lampard's going to go to Kepa? How I think
1: long is Kepa going to have to sit I, out? I, You mentioned it also. I mean, we talked a lot in the interview about this, but I think tomorrow I think he goes to Kepa for champions. Like, you'd be foolish okay. to start Willie in such a, a crucial game. I think realistically, I think Chelsea understands that they don't ha- really have a shot at winning the Champions League. But I think at this point, uh, it's important with the squad that they have right now and Frank Lampard as a manager just to see how, like, how far they can go in the Champions League. Just test yourselves. Go to... Play Bayern Munich at home. Go to Allianz. Maybe advance. And then whoever you get next. Whatever it is from here, just it's a, it's learning experience. Mm-hmm. Kepa needs that experience. I mean, where did he come from? Was it Athletic Bilbao or something like that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Wherever it was... I mean... Now, now, now you're gonna be in, you know I mean this is a it's gonna be a new experience for a lot of those guys. Mason Mount mm-hmm. um just a, a plethora of those guys, but then you also have the vets. So um I think tomorrow is Sp- or today for the listeners. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Mason Mount, had a really nice pa- pass to Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Abraham did not convert. We we discussed this interview. Brian gave his answer. I wanna know your answer as to what
1: what the deal is with Tammy Abraham. Like what what would you do? I think he's just party? battling injuries, and I think um obviously he's in a position right now where maybe he feels like he needs to show up so that he can secure his spot for next season so Chelsea doesn't go out and buy another Star Striker and then Well also for the know, Euros. Well yeah, the Euros are coming up. Yeah. So um and obviously we talked about other rising English stars like Calvert Lewin who are putting up similar numbers on maybe lesser teams. So that's obviously a great concern for him. But um if I'm Lampard, I if I'm thinking about the club I think I realize Tammy's maybe not playing 100%, and Giroud's been included in 14 goals in his past 14 starts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the words of Drew Brees, don't fix, if, don't fix it if it's not broke. Yeah, and, and what I would do... I go, I'd go, i start Giroud tomorrow, and, and until I know Tammy's 100%. If you want to build his confidence back, and I think he did a good job of it in this match,
0: start out elsewhere, bring him on when the other team is tired... Mm-hmm. and hope he can score a goal. As Brian says in his interview, it's it's something that you just got to see the ball hit the back of the net, and then you get going again. So I think once Abraham makes a sub appearance and scores, then
1: you could shuffle it around a little bit. So a little competition didn't hurt anyone. So you think he's 100%? I don't know if he's 100%, but I think see, that... See, that's, that's what I'm worried about, though. If he's not 100%, you injure yourself again. Well, I, that's why I'm saying he should come off the bench.
0: If he's... I mean, my, if Lampard's rolling him out... He, he's not hurt. I mean,
1: you can't roll with a guy that's hurt. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. Anything else from that match for you? No, that's it. That's it. All I right. think uh, from now we go to Brian's interview. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: I almost went to the next match. I know. Well,
1: I, yeah. That's why I interrupted yeah, you. You're right. Because we do talk about
0: a uh, little bit about the match, a little bit about Chelsea. The caboose. With that said, let's go to the caboose. Brian Moore. And on today's show, three time now recurring guest, Setting three the right re- baby. Yeah, we're for the most appearances. Top lad, Brian Moore. Welcome the to the caboose. Show. The
1: caboose. What's up, guys? Thanks for I've, having me back. I've been going for you. Things are going great, lads. Taking care of the fam and the children.
3: Oh yeah, it's full time job plus an actual full time job.
1: Yeah, gotta comm- gotta
0: applaud you, man. You're yeah. uh, you do all that, and you run the fantasy leagues that we do. Oh, oh yeah. And you oh. do your job, <laughs> and you do your wow. job.
3: Let's be honest. My wife gets way not enough credit. She does all the hard work.
0: That's true. She yeah, (laughs) that's true. She does a lot. You did take care of some business before coming on, though. You were doing the uh, the feeding. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, the late night feeding a
0: bottle, right? Not your own.
3: (laughs) No, I do not produce milk. Just
0: just make sure you never know. There there's the off guy that can. I think I don't know.
3: Oh okay. Like (laughs) uh, meatloaf on Fight Club.
0: Yeah right. So everything's going well. Good to hear your boys had a a great result uh this past weekend uh yes, great would love to see comments it comments on the win over those losers from uh North London Tottenham I,
3: I just I love beating Tottenham I love seeing Tottenham lose and Giroud scoring the goal was just fantastic
2: was beautiful he
3: hasn't, he hasn't got much playing time but him being an Arsenal lad and then coming to Chelsea he was one of the few Arsenal guys I really liked um when he was there, so I was glad he came to Chelsea and to see him score against uh, the team that both Chelsea fans and Arsenal fans hate. You, you just love to see it. What, oh, are, what are your thoughts, Ashton? Do you like see, seeing Giroud score against Tottenham?
0: I must say, I, I loved it, and I loved seeing Hugo Lloris' face after that ball went in. He just looked so dejected, <laughs> and, and, you know, Olivier Giroud, you know, he's like one of those guys, like similar, I think, to when Petr Cech went to Arsenal. It's one of those guys that you just – I mean – there's nothing to dislike about him. He didn't leave on a, on bad terms. So yeah. Guy, you know exactly. In your case,
3: Czech
0: yeah. was a legend, but Giroud had that. There's a, a mystique of him, you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, the mystique of his hair.
0: Oh, what a beauty! Except his yeah, hair's hair not. Hair
1: is he's got a point. I dude. mentioned this. Were, were we? Were we? Was it in the episode or was it off? Off, off. The it air. was off. I was like, man, what happened to Giroud? I feel like his his hair com his hair beard combo just went to shit this year. I don't know. It's, he it's
3: still. It's tidy. It's tidy though.
1: I know. I like the. I like it's the not flow. free flow. I'm a big fan of letting the lettuce free. Yeah, he had a, <laughs> he had a good he had some good flow going for him, and he kind of went short um with it, but um I think he trimmed some off his beard, but. Hey, yeah. Well, still a good-looking dude. Yeah, he is. He is. No, no, no. Look
0: at that striking position. It seems yeah. like Tammy Abraham. I mean, maybe injuries. Maybe he's hitting a bit of a wall. How would you manage him if you're Frank Lampard at this point in time?
3: Uh, that's a good question. If <laughs> I knew, I'd be making millions of dollars managing a soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
2: You think he's
3: come back? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got to come back. He's just got. He's got pure talent. Um, I think it's just a bump in the road. He He's going through a, a, a down spell, as every striker really does, unless you're Ronaldo, really. That's um, true. So, well, you know, just keep – Lampard has to keep his confidence up and make sure he's training hard. You know, um, if, as soon as he gets a goal, he's it's just going to open up the floodgates. He, you know, that's kind of a cliche for all strikers, but it really seems to be the case.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, here's my question. Um, I mean, we all, I, we all know Tammy Abraham's potential, and uh, we obviously talk highly about him. But, like, uh, Olivier Giroud has been low-key killing it. In his last 14 appearances, he's been involved in 14 goals, like 10 goals, 4 assists. Um, that might be better than Tammy yeah. Abraham. And considering how tight this race is, let's say Abraham does get healthy – I mean, Chelsea does play, I believe, with uh, one striker and two wings, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have to yeah, start one of them, and this is a crucial time, do you maybe go with Giroud? I mean, he seems like he's like pretty reliable to get or be part of a goal a game, whether it's against Norwich away or if it's Tottenham you know, at home.
3: I think I mentioned it on, on my first appearance. It, when you asked me a similar question early on in the season – or maybe it was on Twitter or something, but (laughs) Giroud, Giroud, he pops up in the biggest moments, Mm -hmm. but he's not a consistent day-to-day striker, you know, game-to-game striker. So, you know, when when he's needed the most, he will come up and and produce. But if you start him for seven games straight, he's not going to score seven goals. Mm -hmm. If you start him seven games out of 20 he's probably going to contribute seven goals in those seven
1: games. Right, right. If that
3: makes sense at all.
1: Yeah. So, and and another thing that's kind of wild about this Chelsea team is we all know that uh, a big friend of the pod, Willie Caballero, (laughs) makes the reins in that. And uh, actually Steve uh, on Twitter said, uh, this is what's worse about the Kepa Cabero business. Kepa is the most expensive keeper in the Prem. It came in for seventy-one million pounds, which is the equivalent to eighty million euros. Yeah. Um, our, is is the Kepa Ariza experiment over?
3: I, I read, I read the Balaga. Yeah. Right,
1: yeah. Oh, that was with the uh
0: good uh, good um. Yeah, he got Ron that. Yeah, Yeah. Um.
3: No, I don't think it's over. Uh oh man, I don't know. It's it, that's such an embarrassing stat that Liverpool bought Allison and he was the most expensive keeper. And then whatever, a couple of weeks later Chelsea get Kepa and um for ten million more pounds or whatever. And look at what Allison's done compared to Kepa. Yeah. It's kind of a embarrassing stat. But <sighs> I don't think the experiment's over. He's still really young. I mean, Caballero's freaking older than me, and I'm ancient. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can you do better than Caballero in goal? No.
0: Because <laughs> he's had a couple where it's like, whoa, what's going on? He's here? had a rough spell.
3: No, I can't. <laughs> he, I don't know. He, I've, yeah,
0: I've seen you, Brian.
3: You had a okay, clean for, fair for a play.
0: play. I did. Yeah. You remember you filled in and you had a clean sheet. I know. And we he won. Was Legend. Yeah. He did it on he, you know what? It's like he did it on like very little notice, right? Comes in, hot conditions, hadn't played with that backline before, <laughs> and lays the smack down. Dude. Kind of like that goalie recently in the, in the NHL, that one guy. Yes.
3: Oh yeah. Players for the Hurricanes. Yeah, that's right, me. Dude. I'm like a backup rec league goalie that they
1: that you can sign off the street. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. They pretty much did that with Willie Caballero. I mean, no one knew. <laughs> I, mean, no, I had no idea he was he was there, and he fucking. I'm pretty sure he's not getting paid. He just showed he up with, the, with like an eight-pack of Gatorades and was like, put me in. And then Frank <laughs> was like cashier or whatever, trying to teach Keppa a lesson and just have a day last. <laughs> I don't know if Kepa's yeah, gonna learn that lesson assumption sort of Willie Caballero. I mean, I wouldn't even <laughs> take this guy on the fire personally. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. And the fire can't even and feel this the your keeper? Exactly. I would take it. Who's our keeper? I don't know, probably the local YMCA indoor <laughs> <cold> <laughs> Uh, to be honest, the, the Chicago Fire <laughs> tragedy itself next to the actual Chicago fire that pulled out twenty two.
2: Um by the
1: way, that's a bingo sheet. Yeah. B- oh shit. We gotta bring
0: that bingo back.
3: Uh, <laughs> I know it might need to get need to get updated. Action or Irene hasn't been uh, I think as homophobic as he was earlier <laughs> uh...
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You've watched yourself a little bit. We're trying to get these ad reads <laughs> now. We might have to change our <laughs> a bit because we've gotten rid of the homophobic stuff, but our titles, whoo, yeah. electric. Oh, boy. sponsors uh, are uh, very happy with that. But,
2: huh?
0: <laughs> so so we seem to have harped on a couple of problem spots. Outside of that, it looks like Chelsea's I mean, done pretty well, doing, doing a good job now. I mean,
3: day, yeah, they're in fourth. Yeah, um, in, in a but, Champions League spot. Right, partly by virtue of other teams bottling it. So,
0: yeah, but in in amidst the season and and what was going to be a transition season coming off of the uh, transfer ban, which will t- I got a few questions about you know some of the signings coming up in a second. I want to stick with the current team now. Your boy Dave, still the captain, yeah, front of the pod, yeah, <laughs> still holding it down, plays very well. Who do you see on this team? Because you have so many good young players with potential that. I see panning out. Uh, who do you see as a future captain in this squad sometime down the line? Not saying Dave's done, but just say you know he won't be around forever. So who do you think can can be the young player that can has leadership skill, maybe on the field or off the field? You think can be captain material?
3: I'm trying so. to think. The, the first thing that came to my mind was Ruben Loftus Cheek.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, yeah.
3: He, he seems so mature and um, also another man rocket. Um, uh, good what?
1: Good-looking
2: dude. Good looking he's a man. She- oh, yeah. Wait. Man. Yeah,
1: he's like a uh, like a part-time model. You didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Brian, did you know this? I did not know that. A part-time <laughs> yeah. model. I mean, when actively he's actively
3: seeking he's, soccer player models out there, so
1: he's like <laughs> taking photo shoots in the in the uh, hospital. So yeah, don't, cool. don't blame him.
3: <laughs> but you know, he's 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 a young guy, and he he's had he was I think he was on the England team for the World Cup. Uh, yeah. two years ago in Russia so I mean he, he's got loads of experience already um, but fucking New England Revolution tore his Achilles I think and killed the I, season I don't think in a freaking read. friendly that was uh, I hate all of New England because of that yeah
2: but, no. uh, so yeah
3: I think he's, he's a guy um, he, he's really the main one the first one that I thought thought of but um, Jorginho's I mean, he's not a young guy, but he's he seems to show a lot of leadership skills. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mm-hmm. nice to see him mm-hmm. stay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he uh, knows
0: yeah. He's a good leader,
3: I guess. I, I don't. Maybe maybe I'm just thinking that because he's the one that takes the penalties. But
0: yeah, and and generally that position that he plays, that defensive central central defensive mid role, is a is a popular.
1: And here's a here. Yeah. Here's another thing, actually, I wanted to pick your brain about. I was huge on I've been huge on him for two years. He was actually linked with Liverpool. You guys uh, nabbed Zayac from um, from Ajax. Hakeem,
3: uh, yeah, however you say it. Hakim I
1: mean, yeah. Zay- I think he's like a five-star skiller. Um, yeah. Uh, he's. I'm excited
3: about that. He's, he's a really good player. I mean, obviously, he was a star for, or is a star for Ajax and helped lead them. Um, what it was, a Champions League, I mean, a, within a, um, I don't know what the phrase is, it's just a whisper away from Champions League final.
1: Yeah, really kind of heartbreaking on there, and I think... Oh, yeah, it was. Is he supposed to take Pedro's spot? Is that where he's going to most likely be um, I, I,
3: I thought he played more centrally, and Pedro's obviously a winger. I, I think Zayak plays more centrally. Oh, okay. and I, I was reading an article that um, was kind of hyping him up, basically saying if Chelsea want to um, get the best of his potential, they they need to let him kind of roam free mm-hmm. and just be a creative playmaker anywhere on the field.
1: That's no bueno for us, though, because then that takes away from our boy um, Christian Pulisic, though, doesn't it? Because isn't that the role he kind of likes to take? He can play. Hey, he,
3: he, right. Yeah, he, he can play out. He can He mostly just sticks to the wing. Mm-hmm. okay but I, I mean he's been injured i haven't seen you know we haven't seen him play too
1: much this year but maybe i'm just used to him playing in that role for the u.s because we well, have that's because he's the, the
3: only good player and you need him to it's, we need him to play anywhere he can so bunch he's of in that role
1: yeah the u.s team is a disaster minus him yeah.
0: well yeah i think i think Zich would do a great job opening up tammy abraham getting the ball to Hudson or getting the ball to a Pulisic or he's, William he's very, or whoever's on the team at the
1: time. He's, he's a very, very yeah. flashy player. He, he was, he was really good in Russia too. He's almost like a young, remember how good Ozil was when he was young? Actually not in Russia. Was it the Euros he was? I don't
0: know. Well, no, it
3: was, it was Russia well, he was from Morocco. Yeah, he, Cause but. he's, a, yeah, he's African.
0: Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. What a signing that was. So looks like you guys have taken a good charge of that, that transfer ban. And, and there could be some summer signings, good rumors coming up there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess, are we going to go away? I have a non-Chelsea question. Okay. Well, I guess it involves Chelsea. But yeah. uh, with that one spot opening up, probably, if Manchester City doesn't win their appeal, uh, you know, let's take out Liverpool and Leicester as saying they probably clinched. Who are the other uh-huh. teams? At this point in time, you know, you look at the table, it's pretty crunched up. How do you see it playing out with the other two teams? Well, who do you see?
3: that that is like an impossible question to ask just because of how everyone has been doing you know tottenham looks unstoppable and then kane and son get injured and now they look like they're gonna fall out of the top 10 practically right um chelsea was was looking horrible and then you just get that big win against tottenham and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like oh you're back on the chelsea bandwagon manchester united was ready to fire Solskjaer and now they've won what two three games on the trot, and mm-hmm. they're they're right there too. Um, Everton was coming on strong, and they still look good despite that loss on Sunday. Yeah, um, Arsenal ha- have an uphill battle, but I mean they're there. Yeah, you can't count them out. And oh yeah, shit, I don't know. Um, I mean, just history makes me think that it's going to be Chelsea and United.
0: Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I, I like the Chelsea pick. I think they're a little more of a lock than any of the other grouped teams. And then I think the fourth is a toss up. But I like Chelsea. They've consistently been, even though they've had their ups and downs, they've been in that spot for a while. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if I see that uh, calming down the way they 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 have the guns to I think finish out the season. They have depth to play through, you know, their their other matches uh, midweek. So.
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the the biggest. Um... Uh, wild card it's who gets knocked out of uh europe and who gets knocked out of the fa cup and has less less matches down the stretch and you know can keep fresh legs um, yeah. i don't think you know with tottenham they don't have a striker lucas can't really um lucas more he can't really fill in um, mm-hmm. nearly as well as kane or, or uh sunny mm-hmm. um and Manchester United, honestly, they scare me too. A couple of okay. good results, but that's Even happened without before. Rashford.
0: Yeah, yeah. When Rashford yeah. comes back, they'll be scary.
3: Yeah, and is he, he coming
1: back? Um, that's he a good might, question. He might, he might be
3: dead for the season. We don't, <laughs> yeah,
0: know, I don't know. That's up for
1: debate. We should have looked that up. Um, but here's another thing. I mean, tomorrow, I don't know if you're going to be able to watch the game, but Chelsea has a pretty big game, t- giant throwback to a 2012. Yeah, um, infamous I've final in uh, in Munich when when Drugba got that final game for Chelsea, right? So uh, well, game winner. Oh, he, he came he came back, but yeah, yeah final, he did, he did final. He did the temporary He did the honor, yeah. but like, um, yeah, tomorrow at 2 p.m. against the Bayern team that has a fuck ton of questions. 3 p.m. your time. 3 p.m. Yeah, 3 p.m. Yep. time. This is too central. Um. How did, how is it looking? I mean, first of all, I think it's pretty huge with this team given the circumstances that they advanced to this stage, a wild yeah. Champions League spot in the Premier League, and here uh, they're playing a a very beatable Bayern team in my opponent, in my opinion. So tomorrow at the Bridge, what are you expecting?
3: Not much, to be honest. Oh wow, <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> well,
3: I, I'm one. Of, I'm I'm the type of fan that tries to keep my expectations low so that when they don't do well, I'm not that disappointed. And if they do do well, then it, you know, it's um, icing on the cake. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, it, it's Byron. I oh. mean, they, I, I think they're going to at least get it, get a couple, get at least one away
1: goal, man. I don't know. You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna I mean I'm a Bayern fan. But yeah. I'm gonna go with two one Chelsea. Ooh, I think Chelsea I can see that. I, I think Bayern's having a bit of a down year. They don't have a solid starting eleven. A lot of the players are discombobulated and I think Chelsea, um, with the, all these competitive matches that they're playing and I, I think I think Frank and his young squad's really gonna be up for this, especially at the bridge. Um I think Chelsea's gonna pull now how it's gonna pan out in Allianz – um, I don't oh know, yeah, but uh, I I'm, I think I'm,
3: any any result that involves a clean sheet for Chelsea is, is a huge win, well, even if it's zero it, zero.
1: You might have Willie in that, so actually my score might change. <laughs> so we might have what? Who? You might have Willie in that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Caviaro versus Neuer match. Well, you know,
0: Kepa might come back. You never know. Well, we'll see. <laughs> It'll be wild. Yeah, I refuse to get subbed off again. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a moment! Wasn't the one-year anniversary of that pretty recently?
3: Oh yeah. I think so, because I think that was a Champions League game, wasn't it? Yeah. Or maybe a cup game? I don't remember.
1: Was it Sari that wanted to sub him out? It, it was, yeah, it was Sari.
2: Yeah. Ooh.
1: Do, you like, time. do you miss Sari at all? He's such no. a local guy. I'd like, oh no. <laughs> the cigarette. Yeah. It's gross. I, I, am, like,
3: I, I miss uh, Antonio Conte, though.
1: He. I yeah. liked him. Yes. I wasn't a fan of his hair. Well, his, his <laughs> hair. It, it was so fake, bro. Oh, my God. It was so fake. He was a top lad, though. <laughs> he was, yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess I
0: have one more question uh, in terms of and – I, and I asked this to Jeff Paris last week because I feel like at this point of the season we, we have our expectations. We kind of see which direction things are going in. What do you call – at? The, you know, when May whatever comes around, when the season ends, I should know this – what do you call a successful season for Chelsea Football Club? Top
3: four. Okay, top five. You mean? League. <laughs> no, top four. <laughs> top four. Okay. Champ- I'll, I'll say Champions League. Okay. And, so and- yeah, I guess top five. <laughs> <laughs> but Champions League, yeah. I mean, honestly, if we, you know, if you have a good run in the FA Cup, BFD, I don't care too much. Uh, we've won it a couple times recently, or at least once.
2: Mm-hmm. We
3: need Champions League football. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I think that'd be I mean, a great story, I think, all things considered, yeah, with the transfer to help them in
1: the summer, too. Yeah.
3: Yep, I agree. And I don't think we're going to do well. We, we might beat Bayern. I don't think we're going to advance too far in the Champions League. We're not, I don't think we're going to win it. If we do, then that satisfies that goal of Champions League. But... <laughs> Right, right. One way or the other, you have to get to Champions League to be a, to be uh, have a successful season at this point
0: and set sure. things up. Yeah, I could, I could, I dig that, and I, I like your guys' chances.
1: So uh, we'll see. So, what so happens. Brian, this has been a pretty hotly debated topic um, oh, yeah. that you've been kind of teetering around. Have you ever been to the city of Detroit or state of Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: I've been to Detroit <laughs> once. I stayed there for. Not very long before we went over to Windsor, and that was when I was in college. Not even twenty-one yet. We See, went he went to-,
1: to. I'm just saying. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. So uh, I will say though, Michigan. I was up in Michigan last weekend, actually.
2: Um, wow. Skiing.
3: Yeah. Okay. We- long weekend in Michigan, up north in the Petoskey area, and it's it's beautiful up there. I love it up there. The UP, the Upper Peninsula. No, 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 not quite as that far north. It's not. Um, it's like the top of the Mitten, not the UP. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple nice towns there. It's on a on a bay. It's beautiful in the summer and in the winter. A couple small skiing hills, but it's a lot of fun. So I, I love it up there. As far as Detroit goes, eh, I hate the Red Wings, so I hate Detroit. Oh, there you
0: go. <laughs> Favorite Midwestern city? Hmm. And we won't get mad. I know you like Denver a lot, but that's not Midwest.
3: Yeah, Denver would definitely be mm-hmm. number one with the bullet, but I'd right. say Chicago. Yeah!
0: Yes.
2: Oh, we
3: And we didn't even bribe you. No, you didn't. I, no, I've, I've always loved Chicago. Oh, that means you just have to come by again soon. Yeah, so, we, we will.
1: What was the biggest city um, uh, when you were a kid that you were closest to? Is it Columbus? Yeah,
3: I, yeah, yeah. I grew up in a suburb of Columbus.
1: So I know Cincinnati has skyline chili. What's the food in, in Columbus? I'm just curious. It's been a
3: long time since I lived there. Um, but honestly, what I remember is it was kind of a, uh, a test market for a lot of chain restaurants. So like mm-hmm. new chains would pop up there and there'd be some really good um, kind of uh, experimental type restaurants where they would test it out to see if it could be a chain. Mm. Um, there's some really good restaurant tours there. Um, when I was in middle school and high school, we probably went to Chili's once a week. Fuck um, yeah!
2: With,
3: <laughs> I mean, I it's, still, it's, I still it's, love
1: it's, Chili's. Bro, here's the thing: every year, my like, I, I like to have dinner with my family on my birthday, and every yeah. time, let's go somewhere fancy. Let's go somewhere. I don't say that. <laughs> it's a tradition. I have to have that chocolate molten cake. I have to have mm. the steak pita's. It's fucking chilies. Oh yeah, the feed. I used to always get the fajitas. Always
3: is electric. Um, oh. Skillet queso. I get that every time. Ooh. Makes me feel like shit. Ooh. Makes me feel like shit afterwards, and I have no regrets. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: the sizzle is electric. Although I, the, what, before we get before we sign up, I gotta ask you. There, there is a food you have. It's when you're in Springfield, right?
3: Oh yes, the horseshoe. Oh my god. Horseshoe.
0: It's great. Tell everyone that they should what what is in the horseshoe and that they should get it right when they go to Springfield. <laughs>
3: yes yes absolutely especially at a place called d'arcy's um so it's a piece of texas toast and then meat Mm -hmm. usually some kind of meat it's usually like a hamburger it's a traditional one like a hamburger patty and then fries loaded on top of it and then just drenched in cheese sauce
1: oh it's so good no i want to have it that shit sounds electric
3: it's great and if you go to a good place like darcy's it's like homemade cheese sauce it's not your nasty like movie theater nacho cheese Ooh. grossness um and you can get you can get buffalo chicken you can get um I'm sure. tenderloin on it I'm sure. um i get one where it's um it's, it's ground beef and bacon and onions uh-huh. and it's it's electric and and i get spicy cheese oh man, it's so good We gotta just drive to Springfield just to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I go to Springfield, when are we going to Darcy's? I need my horseshoe. Yeah, next time you're there, we'll just we'll
0: just meet you at Darcy's. I know you probably got a lot of family stuff lined up. We'll just meet you at Darcy's though, and then we'll we'll dip. Like if you got other stuff going, it's it's
3: (laughs) worth it's worth the trip. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And then um, we're arguably soccer
3: capital of the U.S. Columbus, huh? Um, it it used to be. Right. With with yeah. all of the Dos Aceros and Columbus Crew Stadium.
1: Right, and then it caught on fire.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> sorry. I, I like it, but I can't make fun of you guys. We have the yeah. fire. So. Uh, I just saw an advertisement for it. I'm just curious. Uh, Popeyes or um, or Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Oh, what are you? What are you? I'm By far, guy. I'm a what Popeyes guy as well. Really? Yeah. yeah I last was last couple until couple- that fucking sandwich came out. Caitlin's Chick-fil-A. Kalen is, I mean, Chick fil A sauce is damn near unbeatable, but that Popeye sandwich is crack. It's electric.
3: I, the Popeye sandwich comes pre made. I'm not a mayo guy, and they won't give it to you without the mayo on it. Oh. I like
0: their chicken purely by itself. I like the sandwich, but then I ha- I just, I had it, but I'm more of a just, I just get either a two or a three piece, depends how hungry I am after soccer. We usually, do, that's our, that's Kalen and my thing every Tuesday. We just, after our soccer game, we go to Popeye's. <laughs> Oh, we get it to Probably a bad idea, but um yeah, now I'm running a lot more during the week, so things are looking a little better. And I eat vegetables, so that's a disclaimer. <laughs> I eat vegetables for lunch, so been pooping a lot, but you know it's, uh, it's healthy.
3: Hashtag poop anywhere. Hashtag yes, hashtag, hashtag poop anywhere. <laughs> okay, I, I got I got a uh, bone to pick with both of you actually.
2: Oh okay. Oh, yes. ready so
3: for so last week you brought up you, you had a poll and you talked about pancakes or waffles. Yeah. I don't know. Where the hell? Why did you leave off French toast? Oh, this is okay. A good question. It's a good question. I, prefer- I no, I'm not saying I'm not saying French toast is my vote.
0: Oh, should we? Uh, we should do the poll again. It's been it's been skewed. I,
3: yes, I, I I think for me, pancake and French toast, toast pancake. go. That, yeah, I, I did pancake for sure.
2: Ew. I yeah. No, French no, toast and pancake.
3: pancake are one and two in some order, and waffle is three.
2: See,
1: okay. I haven't had um, a French, a, like a really good French toast. You know what I mean? I feel like I need to go back to Kohl's for like the breakfast or whatever like that and have. Oh, them they a got salt. yeah.
0: they just pretty solid. Yeah, they're just good. You gotta have that one. That you know what? Let's redo the poll and we'll do it this week. I like that idea. It's okay. A, it's, a, it's a good, uh, it's a good shot. I'd still be a waffles guy because like I don't know what's happened to me. Because you're like a waffles. wanker. Okay. Well, something like that. <laughs> but. I, you know, we're going to have to – let's fix it. We're going to have to update the poll. Let's do it. Nothing against it, Brian. We just forgot. That's our bad. Okay.
3: Fair That's enough. Okay. So, somewhat related. I know this is running long. I got one more thing. No worries. Um, do you guys have any weird restaurant food orders, like any combinations where it's like people – you order it and you feel embarrassed ordering it and the waiter is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything like a go-to – Restaurant order like that, right. or Taco uh,
1: Bell order? Weird. <laughs> no, my Taco Bell order consists of literally everything off the dollar <laughs> <on here. laughs> So I go there, and like, I think my brother has seen it. I come back with like a fucking Thanksgiving feast for like seven bucks. <laughs> Insane. Oh, God, oh
2: man.
1: I mean, if you count that, that probably. Mm. um huh. I'm
3: trying to think. That's a little too normal
1: for me. I I think I know what you mean. Usually it's like anything Starbucks related with me because I'm a fan of those kind of like, yeah, those those fruity ass drinks. You know what I mean? Like yeah, give me. I feel so like weird going out and like yeah, give me like the loaded caramel unicorn shake shit. You know (laughs) Brian Brian knows
0: Brian knows how I am with pumpkin spice latte.
1: Yeah, he's you're basic. That
0: might be mine. That actually might be mine.
1: Yeah, I walked into class with a pumpkin spice latte once actually, and literally like ten people called me basic. That's, yeah. <laughs> wearing
3: call- your, your UGG boots and your North Face jacket. Right.
1: And I was wearing yeah, a North yeah. Face jacket, so there you go. <laughs> you how, about you, how about yourself, Brian? What do you? What's the weird thing you're getting out there? So the
3: reason I I thought of it <laughs> is because when I was a kid, I used to order. We'd go to Bob Evans, and I would get French toast and a side of mashed potatoes. Oh, see, that sounds really good. But I could see what I would be <laughs> yeah. they, they do not go like French French toast with syrup and mashed potatoes with gravy. They do not go together. But I right. get that all the time. <laughs>
2: It's it's not
1: far off. Of You're a big mashed potatoes guy. I'm a big mashed. You're a huge guy. one, big mashed potatoes guy. Dude. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> a big biscuits and gravy guy, actually. From the I just he just I just heard gravy, biscuits and gravy, like a proper biscuits and gravy.
3: That's a good call. Mashed potatoes and gravy. It's just like it's not too far off breakfast food. Like it.
2: It's potato, mm-hmm.
3: so yeah, like grits or yeah. um, hash brown with gravy on it. So it's mashed potatoes are totally a breakfast food. I don't know why my family made fun of me all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is no truly, I guess, weird combo nowadays. I think that one of the weirdest things I did though was ask for a heart pizza on not on Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know, I was pretty. I think I was pretty drunk. And uh, was it
1: like? Wait, was it around
0: Valentine's Day? Or was it was like June. <laughs> no, like it, no, it was. It was probably like October-ish or something. Like, it wasn't even what here. The fuck? And I was pretty drunk. And I think Devin, shout out Devin, even though he doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> let's just, yeah, let's put for special request in the shape of a heart. And they did it. Wow. So, um, I, but I think the unicorn, that's that, that, Brian, the one, and, I, and they said, do you want sprinkles? And I said, yes. That
2: <laughs> probably be. what are you talking decide?
0: about
1: unicorns. the unicorn drink that starbucks had wait i swear to god when i said that earlier i was just joking
0: no 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 Brian, oh yeah remember? they
3: had What's it, it oh i remember it yeah
0: i took a picture for you guys
1: too and sent it what was that do you remember oh. what it was called was it the unicorn something it was like the rainbow or some shit right well that yeah, pink so, and blue or something if i had, had
3: pink one- and blue and yeah all that
1: bullshit
0: yeah, and it was sweet and sour. And if there was one time I felt embarrassed ordering recently, it was that. It was definitely that. Drink.
1: Yeah, Starbucks is a brutal place because everything you want to try there's pretty. Uh, it's got an interesting name to it. And when they say you're <laughs> order, you're like, yikes. Well, that's why I say I'm Ian. I do the quick smash and go. You know, where you just like embarrassingly grab your drink and just fucking. <laughs> no, <nap>. dude. <laughs> like you just rob the place. <laughs> that's even worse.
0: Oh man, that was good. That's a good. That's a good thought, actually. People listening. You tell us also what your order is, if it's a little odd or if it's different that you felt embarrassed uh, making. I might ask
1: Katelyn. Also, you was know, it. never been to Bob Evans, but I, but there's a couple in Naperville. Um, that we. It's a like-
3: sol- solid, solid breakfast spot. Shout out Bob, breakfast Bob. For Shout out Bob Evans. Shout out Bob Evans. <laughs> Headquartered in Central Ohio, where I'm from. <laughs> ah, there you go. All right, well, Brian, thank you for coming on. Anything you want yeah. to say
0: before uh before we let you go back, probably to get some sleep, I'm
3: guessing, huh? Yeah, definitely going to go to bed. Just uh, wait till you. I don't know if you've already done the scoring um, for the, uh, this week. the score picks, but I mean the caboose is back, baby. <laughs> and by well, back, I mean in the back again. It was a bad week. Well, alert! You it's had a out. good week, but yes,
0: the caboose is still loose. Oh man! But yeah. Uh, so yeah, get your rest, and this will be out in the uh, in the morning. For you. Can't wait to listen. And, uh, oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on again, Brian. I'm sure we'll have you, have you on again at least once before this season ends. We might try to get a round table. We'll see what, what's going on. So
3: that'd be, uh, As long as it's not like that other time you had two guests on at the same time, that'd be oh great. Oh, God.
1: That, no <laughs> oh uh, Matt and uh, yeah there's a 50 minute 45. they were they were turned yeah. <laughs> yeah also shout out uh shout out Allison the electric factory that is Johnny and Martha yes yes absolutely thank you cheers guys shout out
0: to them for letting you come on and and uh you doing a madness absolutely thanks guys all right talk to everybody. book all right let everybody. all right thank you to Brian Moore as always great interview uh shout out to the caboose. And and uh, and the wife and kids. Yeah. So uh, top man, uh, good stuff about Chelsea. I think we've saturated a good yeah. the show about them.
1: Yeah, it's just um, I think you know I, Brian usually has you know good good opinions, but it's just tough with you know the, to form an opinion with these team with with this Chelsea team. I feel like you don't know which team's going to show up, who's healthy, who's not. It's they're all over the place, kind of. Yeah, good well, and bad. With that said, we go to uh,
0: the KP. Yep. Leicester was at home against Man City, but they drop it. 1-0. Gabriel Jesus with the only goal. Man City wearing my patented electric lemonade uniforms. Yes. Arlo White called them a tequila sunrise. I like that. That's a pretty good one. Caitlin called it pink lemonade when she saw it. I I like my electric lemonade call. I thought
1: it was interesting Arlo said that. Mm -hmm. Are you still anti those I still think it's goofy. I would never want to be seen in that. Fair enough. That's all I want to say about that Uh, part of it. Um, Actually, do you have anything you wanted to... I mean, um, City had 18 attempts on on Leicester. Mm -hmm. That being the most on any Leicester side since December of 2017. They only scored one goal, but I feel like any team that plays Leicester from now on should look at this because this game as a scouting... Because even though they scored one goal, I think limiting opportunities is something Leicester has flourished on. And that is the reason why I think they are where they are. And if you're trying to crack the code, I think Pep and Man City did it, um, where you can kind of hold them off to where you kind of eliminate Madison and Vardy mm-hmm. and then also crack that insane defense that meant, you can argue is is up there with Liverpool's. Well, that's a defense, though, that I find has struggled in the past month a little bit. Not, not to...
0: Not like a, like a big struggle like a team like Southampton giving up nine goals that one week mm-hmm. but it's a team that I feel like they've given up more goals lately they've they've been prone to attacks like like this match yeah a home match that you brought up that stat that there was the most since what December of what 2017 you said yeah so I mean that's incredible right there uh, I thought that I will say this though I think this match could have been completely different. Vardy missing a uh, a shot in the eighth minute,
1: hit it off the post. Mm -hmm. I think he's been in a bit of a slump, and and this is kind of affecting Leicester's play lately. Uh, That's what I was actually going to ask you. I was going to ask you, Mm -hmm. so kind of two-part question. So what do you think is the key recently, in your opinion, or in this game? What's the key to breaking down Leicester? It's also, I guess, what has really kept them so prolific? Do you see any relation with this team to the side that won the Premier League? Is there anything that, like, you noticed? I think this side is a little different from that one in that they have a little more creativity.
0: I think that side was more of a defensive team that hit on the counter with speed. They had Mahrez, they had Vardy, you know, and they had basically guys that would defend the other what, eight, seven, eight, nine guys? Yeah. Give it to these two and let them run rampant up front against teams that don't expect it. I feel like this Leicester team's a little more difficult, actually, mm-hmm. because they have that creative player in Madison. They have a guy like Tielemans who can who can play box-to-box. Yeah. They even have a Dennis Pratt who, who can find the through ball, and that's the key to finding guys like Vardy, guys like Aoz Perez, who mirrors what kind of Ayanacho was back in the day. And I also feel like defensively, they're not terribly different because if you remember that defensive team, I think it was wasn't it, West Morgan that was a hell of like had a hell of a year. Um, yeah, he's still there, and, right? And, yeah, I think he is, and, and obviously not, doesn't play as big of a role. <laughs> but it, it's funny the the similarities that they have. I feel like this team's a little more prolific, but I think what we've seen in the past month mm-hmm. is teams are keeping it away from them, but being cautious. They're not bombing up. You know, they're like, okay, we know that they have Vardy. We know they have speed. So what Manchester City did pretty well, and I'm seeing some other teams have have done this pretty well, is that they'll just keep the ball and they'll try to force Leicester's side to be less compact. Meaning, let's say you have the ball in Leicester's third. You see nothing. You pass it back a little bit. Their forwards spread out. They go forward. Their midfield comes up a little bit. Then you find the holes you can operate in. You see, so... It, it's
1: it's difficult. Brendan Rodgers is a good manager, oh. but, but it's possible to break this Leicester team. So do you, do you think do you rate him better than uh, Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong? Oh, Brendan Rodgers versus Claudio Ranieri. Claudio Ranieri
0: did an absolute madness that season. Yeah, But I think Brendan Rodgers' team is better right now than yeah. that team. It's just that, unfortunately for him, there are two teams that are really good. And that year there were no teams that were really good. Do you think Leicester's going to stay in that third spot? Uh, I think so just because of the gap. How about yourself? I think because of the point gap, I think they will because there's still a little inconsistency, and I think the games are running out. You only have 11 left. It's tough to make up six, seven
1: points in 11 games against a team that, that's that good like Leicester. What do you think? Um, I think it depends on how far Chelsea gets in Champions League. Mm-hmm. I think if they get knocked out by Bayern, I think Chelsea passes them up, but I think if um, they pass up Bayern, um, I think I think Chelsea finishes fourth. Okay. So you think Chelsea will pass them if they lose to Byron? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Because I think Chelsea may lack a little bit of depth. Okay. And I think if you extend your Champions League run it's gonna it's gonna tire you out a little bit. We'll see. I don't know. So you so you think last really you falling mind. by the wayside a bit. I don't think really, but I think um, <laughs> I think teams are starting to figure them out.
0: Something briefly I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to catch the handball by, by any chance that led to the, the penalty that Aguero missed? Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, so they called a handball on Pratt. That was Pratt. Yeah. I don't know if you saw earlier in the match, Lester had a free kick and it hit De Bruyne's hand. So I did see that. There, so here's my issue with it. In both cases, the ball was going really fast. Yeah. And in both cases, Albeit in one of them, it was a little farther out. The the hands were in an unnatural position outside of the body. How is it called one way on one
1: side and another way? Shut. Jeff Paris, VAR was on your side this week, I think a in lot my of people, opinion. I saw a lot of people on Twitter um, saying the same thing you are. Really? Okay. I didn't yeah. know what the opinion was, but when I was watching that, I was like, surely I can't
0: be the only one that thinks that this should go. You know, We talked about VAR's inconsistencies. Yeah. And I think if you call one a handball, the other should have been. Obviously, one of those karma things happens where Aguero misses. But, you know, that hurt my fantasy team. But anyway. (laughs) All
1: right. Anything else there? No. I think we're going to move on to your boys. Oh, I love it. Okay. Uh, Arsenal playing Everton. Yeah. The Emirates. Yes. Um, Your boy, friend of the pot in Ketia scoring in the 27th minute. And then bombing, doing bombing things, right? Who the fuck scored for Everton? Um, Well, Everton had goals from Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison. I that up on my notes.
0: Arsenal had Nketiah and two from Aubameyang, as you said. Yeah. Um, This match, if you weren't prepared for opening kickoff and didn't see the end of it and left the exits before half and didn't show up for halftime, you missed three goals. Because there was a goal within one minute, 52 seconds, I believe, into the match. There was a goal late in the stoppage time of the first. Both of those Everton goals, so I would have been okay if I missed those. And then Aubameyang scored the leading, what ended up being the winning goal, 25 seconds into the second half. Yeah, which Carlo Ancelotti looked like someone stole his donut. <laughs> if we could find a picture, I'm going to tweet out the Carlo Ancelotti, Enchil- <laughs> that look. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, I laughed, but that's the exact He was I'd so have. blown. That's the, if I were a manager and I
1: saw what, I, what he saw, I would be that. Like, can you imagine, it. like, halftime whistle blows? You go back, you know, you... You know how they spend maybe the last minute or two of injury time? Well, they've just tied the match. Right. They had just tied it, so they should be pumped. Okay, right, yeah. So then, you know, here you are, your Carlisle. You go back, you're like, all right, guys, this is the <laughs> strategy of the rest of the game. Let's stick to this. And then, 40 seconds, that whole strategy goes to hell because you give up a goal. Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Um, so, this was, by the way, it looks like you guys are having your get your way with Everton. At home? Yeah. Arsenal undefeated in 23 home Premier League games against Everton. So they're 19-4-0 since 1996. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's really weird how you can have a team's number. If Everton was going to have a chance, this was the, that's the that's, um So Everton has has beaten Arsenal once at, at the Emirates or Highbury since Everton. I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so do you know who the Arsenal manager was when they lost to... Um, since you were alive? No, when they lost in 96 to... Didn't uh, Wenger I'm, take
0: over in 96? Was yeah. it his
1: first like season? No, it was the guy right before him. Wow. I have, I never heard of this guy before, but maybe. You know. Right
0: before Wenger, um, uh, George Graham was the most notable, but I feel like there was... It wasn't George Graham, was it? No. He was the most notable before Wenger, but I feel like what happened was... I remember, remember when I read you a stat once, and it said... Had Graham went, were thinking of Wenger. Went someone else, whoever this guy was, got Wenger, and then the whole Emery thing too. The the, the similarities, oh, yeah. right? Had Wenger thinking of Arteta, got Emery, then end up. So it's this guy. It's yeah. this guy yep. in between. uh Oh, his last name started with an R. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Hey, Bruce
1: right. Riach. Bruce Riach. Oh, oh, Riach. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think he, he was, was a one-season player. One, season like one season, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He <Spunk. laughs> Um. So that's him. Wow. That so that's ass. that's how how long ago it's been since Everton's done anything I, uh, on the road. Well, did did that? Let me ask you this though. I
0: mean, it, or did you have a question? Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to. No. I... Did that? Does that change your opinion on who the better managerial appointment was, or was it just a matter of match art? This was Ancelotti versus Arteta because last time they played both both managers had been hired but it was the last game for each character. character yeah. It was Ferguson against uh Lundberg. 0-0 zero, zero draw. Goodison. Yeah. It. Here's this match
1: full of excitement. I think both teams showed a lot. Yeah, it seemed like it was a, a good game to watch as a neutral. Uh maybe probably the most entertaining of the Well, bunch maybe aside could... your guys' match too. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Um, but yeah, I don't know. What's your opinion on your boys?
2: And Uh, Katia?
0: Before I tie them on my boys, I gotta say, uh, even though they lost, Everton looks pretty good. Like, their movement and the way they pass the ball, pretty good. The
1: defending, not so good. You guys passed them with this win, right? Yes. And, um... Wait, no. I thought you guys did. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, you did. did. Barely, Okay. Uh, mind you for not knowing that. Well, I just uh, know that
0: we're in ninth now. So I don't know who's in front of us. And I know we have like four well, points in Champions League. right now, Wolves League. in Sheffield are ahead of you
1: guys. After this awful season, yeah. they're only four points out of Champions League. Well, <laughs> with the aid of, of the Houston Astros of the Premier League. That's true. But here's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know about you. How do you? Would you rather have Martinelli and, and Ketia up there, or would you rather have Lacazette and Aubameyang? Okay. Uh, okay, Aubameyang
0: above... And beyond all, has been the most important player for Arsenal this season. hes I know he's getting older, but they have to resign. How him. Old? He's too good. How old is Nketiah? Uh Nketiah's, I think, 20. And Saka's 18. Martinelli's 18. They're all really good. And I like Martinelli. I just feel like at this point, Aubameyang. And I don't mind Nketiah playing over Lacazette. Because Lacazette has been struggling. So you don't want to see Martinelli out there? I wouldn't mind Martinelli Maybe a sub? Yeah, or you know here's the awesome thing about all this. I think it makes Lacazette expendable. And it's not that I just want to sell him, but if you have a bombing, if you have Martinelli, and if you have Enketia, and any of these guys can play up front, and you could take I mean let's face it, Lacazette will bring in money. Yeah. You agree that it'll bring in some money, substantial, that you can use towards a position of need, aka defending,
1: Mm. right? So I wouldn't. I yeah. I mean, you know, I think I think this is a, a lot of credit should be given to Arsenal's academy too because you got Saka, mm-hmm. um, some other lad that I tried getting in FIFA but couldn't get. Forget name. He's the defender for you guys. Not just Saka, but someone else. Uh, was this was it, it? Wasn't Zach Medley? Was it? No, there's another <laughs> lad. But like Martinelli obviously coming from there. and um, Maitland Niles you're talking about? I don't know, but that's another guy. Like yeah. uh, All these young guys are ending <laughs> up. Are, Joe Willock, our boy. I mean, these guys are turning out to be, uh, <laughs> it's funny because these guys are turning out to be, you know, in my opinion, maybe the players that are making the most statements.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's not Lacazette. It's not Otsil. It's not, I mean, it is kind of a bombing, but like it literally is, yeah. everyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Soccer leads the team in assists now. I mean, I know he's injured <laughs> and he's a high-profile signing, but I mean, you haven't heard much about Tyranny. It's just like these guys that legit came from the academy mm-hmm. are the ones that are really showing up. Well, and and do you think that plus what what's happened at Chelsea shows that maybe teams that give their youth a chance, yeah, will see a payoff in the end, I, I, and it's a cheaper option. I think the culture you're surrounded around and um, the system that you know is implemented is just. Um, it's crucial when you call mm-hmm. someone up I mean, you get these guys that come from, I mean, I know we just talked about Kim Zayach and, you know, obviously Berwijn panned out, but you take like a lot of these guys that come from France, like Lacazette or like, you know, Netherlands, these Dutch guys that sometimes don't work. It's just, it's just, you just play differently, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a culture. Um, you, yeah. You, yeah, you, you grow into a system that, you know, you're used to and that you flourish into. And then when you come to a, a whole different league, mm-hmm. um, it's just different. You yeah. know, much more physical and all that, and you're not used to it. You're going to get bullied. This mm-hmm. isn't a league you could just come in and dominate. You, you oh, have I to agree. be confident and dominate. I agree, and what you say is has been incredible. Yeah, to an extent,
0: like you were saying, just one more real briefly again. Saka, Martinelli have put up incredible numbers, mm-hmm. all things considered. So I'm excited to see how some of these young guys fill in during Europa League matches, during, you know, uh FA Cup, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. And, and with I
1: that. think I think and a the lot, lot of it's Arteta. And a lot yeah, and a lot it's managerial how they manage these guys. and you know, I think how you loan someone makes a difference too. I think a lot of these guys like who's that in Ketia. Yeah, Who one's elites. And he <laughs> he like dude the championship's more physical than the Premier League. Like so when you come to the Premier League, you're ready for that. Yeah. Right? You look mm-hmm. at Tammy Abraham, was in the championship last year. He was ready for it. Oh, yeah. Harry Wilson, championship last year, ready for it. Mm-hmm. So maybe start these guys in the championship and, yeah. then, and then let them have a go at it. Before you send them out to other leagues.
0: Yeah. I think the best other league, if you're going to send someone out to, might be like the Bundesliga The Bundesliga,
1: because it's probably <laughs> the second, I mean, consistently. I think mm-hmm. Spain has its, I think if you watch the top teams, they play fast-paced, but... I've watched, like, a fucking, like, Ibar game or, like, you know, even some teams like Atletico Madrid just play so boring and slow pace that those guys just wouldn't be able to make it in the Premier League, I feel like.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Before we move on, I want to give a shout-out. I know I've hated on them for a while. Shout-out to Mustafi. I know his hair looks stupid, but he's actually played really well with Arteta, and he said that it's been a difference. He said that he's finally being managed for the first time, being told what to do, rather than just going out there. So he needed just a little instruction. And Now, going forward, would I want him? No, but he's filling in very well. Um, he'd be a good third or fourth option. I don't mind anymore. I, actually, he's, he's looked better than Luis lately. And shout out to Shaka, who is being played correctly, is what I should say. He's being played towards his strengths. He's not being exposed for his weakness, which is
1: his so, slow. So, I have a question for he's you. He's slow. This summer, given that maybe he's being used a little more properly and it's bringing out a little bit better in him, yeah. do you keep him or do you sell him? Grant Shaka? Yeah. I'm keeping him. Wow. He's become an integral part. What he has done is that
0: he, and, I, and I'll be quick, I know we've talked about this a lot, but the way Arteta plays is he knows that Shaka's a good passer and is really slow. He has no recovery. Like, remember we talked to Emory Chan.
1: Yeah. So what he does Who's is He's a that, proper, proper overrated player, by the way. Pro- <laughs> yeah, sure, he had a worldie the other game, but like, believe me, he's, right. he's He's overrated. I
0: mean, if you watch their games, what happens is when Arsenal has the ball, Shaka mm-hmm. drops the left back. And that's what allows Saka to go up the wing and get all these assists. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then when Saka gets the ball, he could play it from deep, which, as you know, is his strength. So it's yeah, Arteta knows how to play these players. If you give him better players, I have a lot of faith in what's going to happen here. So I'm feeling good. You know, two Premier League, two Premier League wins for the first time in a row since August. So wow. that said, we'll go on to a, another team doing well, huh?
1: Yeah, Man United beats the Watford wankers three 0 Pretty, pretty and um. At the Old Trafford, um, kind of the pod Bruno Fernando's knocking in the, <laughs> a pen in the 42nd second minute. Also had a hell of a game. My boy Tony, 58th. And then another another uh, youth guy, Greenwood, knocking one in the 75th, which is a beautiful goal. Um, yeah his boy. What do you think about...
0: First of all, Anthony goal was a thing of beauty. Yeah, you said goal of the season. I think it's up there, top five. I mean, that's just the style that I love to watch. I guess. Right, right. I mean, very nice. Uh, I think that it, you know, going back to your question, I think Man United looked really good in the second. But I feel like Watford had some chances early, and had they had they capitalized, it could have been a game that you know was a little rough. I think the first half was rough, kind of back and forth for United. Deeney had a goal called back in the 52nd minute. On a, on a Dawson handball, I believe, um, on a ball that came down and it was unfortunate, but that's the rule now. Yeah. But I think in the second half, United looked outstanding. I think Bruno Fernandez looked outstanding all match. And I kind of worry as a, an opponent of theirs, about what he'll do when he's surrounded by better talent. What do you think of it? You watched the game, yeah. full game.
1: I only saw bits and pieces. So I what thought, was your thought? I thought, they thought? Played, I thought I was really impressed with United. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think most of their problems stem from like the connection with their midfield to the the front, whatever they play, front right. three, I think. Um, and I think maybe Bruno's really improving that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even without Rashford, I mean, Martial scored three in the last three games. So I mean, he's, he's firing. Fine. He's playing a number nine. Yeah, this is this is. I think that's his proper position. That's what he's brought in to do. And he's covering really well for Rashford. I'm not saying they're better without Rashford because I think Rashford's goal record was was really good. Yeah. And I think how good he is shouldn't be you know discredited. But I'm saying Martial is a fucking hell of a player when he plays that number nine. Is he better than Rashford? In my opinion, I think they're pretty level. I'd rather have Martial <laughs> personally. It's your boy. But yeah, and then also remember back back when Pogba was still trying to play soccer. Um, remember when they, when him and Rashford couldn't decide who they want to take the pens, and then they'd keep missing. Yeah, it was Bruno time. Bruno's thirteen for thirteen in pens. Oh, I didn't know that. his career. Wow. Okay, so that is why he took it. So that is another uh, thing that he brings in when um, you know when you have those fast paced wingers like James Martial that will cause that pen in the box. Now that you, now you know, you know, you, for for Liverpool it's James Milner, right? You are just confident when he takes it. Bruno Fernandez can be that guy and solve that problem that they had. What did you think of that little stutter step? I thought it was goofy as fuck. <laughs> it's risky. But, um, you know, I was harsh on him last episode, like you said. Uh, I think <laughs> I think he's the real deal. Damn, changing minds in one week. Yeah. I mean, cool. I'm a Liverpool fan. Obviously, I'm going to be harsh
0: on him. But Hear me out here real quick before we go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, United, hear me out. If they sell Pogba and De Gea, who I think have not had the effect that a United fan would hope they would have. Do you know how much money they'd get that they can use to yeah. get upgrades? Well, because I think McTominay was back. He's mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. And and Fred played pretty well, right? Would you agree Fred played pretty well? i told you I'm a fan of Fred's distribution. So if you have Fred McTominay and you have Bruno. Yeah. I mean, you're solidified in the middle of that midfield. You right. think that you paid a lot for McGuire –
1: I like McGuire too. I like McGuire too.
0: With I think he's playing
1: with Lindelof right now. So that's a question mark for me. So okay, so so what I say is you sell Pogba and De Gea, you upgrade one center back. Position. Also, if um, sell Alexis, get some money for Alexis. Right. Even and if it's like five or ten mil. Right? I mean, they have potential to sell and get so much money to improve their team. And they really don't need too many more pieces, really, if you if if you genuinely look at it. Because mm-hmm. Bruno Fernandes, I think. He him linking the midfield to the front three. It was a huge error that they had, and I think he he helps that a lot. Yeah. What do you United? I want to know what the United fans think. Yeah. Because I mean, of this, it's wild to
0: say sell Pogba and De Gea, especially two years ago. But I think you can get a lot more
1: that that'll help you out. Yeah. Okay. I think. Um, yeah, big 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 week uh for for United actually. I think it changed like how we thought about them at least. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think and it's surprising cuz they're without Rashford. I think teams that had the best week were
0: probably United and then Arsenal had a, you know, I mean, not yeah. to go back They they won three matches. So you, you have so to, like, yeah,
1: you're taking into consideration the, the situation, like the club's in, or
0: right. the team's in. Exactly,
1: that's yeah. so, I meant. There are teams that have
0: done that. Because Chelsea,
1: because that was a pretty big one for Chelsea,
0: True. To, to be honest. True. So United, yeah, uh, chances they get into the Champions League before we move on. Who, United? Give me a percentage. Well, shit, man. Assuming that fifth counts. Because I know City has Where to Where are appeal. they right now? I believe they are in fifth.
1: Right? I think they'll stay there. Okay. Too much to, to cover if they have. Our, I think they're I think United's still a little more solidified as far as Well, they also have I believe between the two of them with four points, you also have Sheffield, you have Tottenham, and I'm you th- have Wolves. Right. I'm taking those teams out of the picture. Okay. Maybe okay. not Wolves, but for sure Sheffield and Tottenham. So do you think then that
0: a top six is solidified and then those teams are below yeah. it?
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, I just I mean, think Arsenal dug themselves too much of a hole. Oh, they did. I'm shocked they even they even have a chance. So that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 why I say that. All I right. Mean, and then next we go to my boys, um, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. What a match! Yeah, they won three two over West Ham just today. So Gigi scoring along with Salah Mane and then your boy Papa Diop. And Fornals. Papa D- Is Issa Diop? Papa Diop? I'm calling him Papa. That's a bingo spot. Papa Dio and Fornals. Some lad that I've never heard of. Of course, he decides to score against Liverpool. Um, yeah, that happened. And actually, this, this, this win actually broke a couple records. Yeah, I think you guys, what, are uh, tied with uh, 18 so, in a row? Is that what so it was? So, Liverpool... Have already won as many points this season as Man United's epic treble winners of 98-99. That team with Giggs and all Beckham, all those guys. Right. Do you know how many points they had that season? Well, you broke it now, right? Yeah. So you guys have, what, like 79? So they had 78? No, they had 79. Oh,
0: 79. Okay.
1: Um, And this is going to hit home for you. They now have more wins than the Invincible Arsenal team. Yeah, that team drew a lot. That team yeah. drew a lot. Yeah. Mhm. So do you know how many wins that was? The Arsenal had the next uh, season. Well, let's see. Twenty-seven matches but You
0: guys won twenty-six. So we had twenty-five that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: So yeah, because I know you guys have won every match and just drew one. So. So yeah, actually, I guess we tied it. Sorry. Yeah. The oh It okay. was twenty-six, and then you guys had like twelve draws, I believe. Yeah, we had a bunch. Yep. So it yeah. was. 13. And wait, you guys won the league that year where? Was that at Liverpool? I know you guys won it in Anfield one year and won it at White Hart Lane. The Which year was the White Hart Lane one? I believe that one was White Hart Lane. Invincibles yeah. was at White Hart Lane? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. It was either that or it was at home. Well, 89 was Anfield. 89. Because uh, I remember when we went to the Emirates, I saw that banner. It was yeah. like we won it at Anfield. It was yeah. like, what? Yeah, 89. And then we've won two, I think, at White Hart Lane. Two or three. So, Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty epic. That's yeah. that's a good... That's fun. Actually, yeah, and Liverpool uh, broke the record for most consecutive home wins. Now it's at 21. Actually, they they equaled it. And that was actually by Bill Shankly's side in 72. So um, that they broke their own record there. Uh, since making his debut for West Ham in 2017, mm-hmm. our boy... Robert Snodgrass has registered 12 Premier League assists, more than any player since he's, since that day. What? Since he's come, yeah? He has the most assists. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Snodgrass. Robert Snodgrass. That's fucking And hard. another, another tragedy for, for David Moyes, he is now 0-7 and 8, versus one all competitions, so that leaves him winless. On so, dudes.
0: Snodgrass has more assists than Arnold, Alexander Arnold?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. That's um, wild. Since since um, he came in 2017, well, let me ask you a quick I question. I got I got a couple things to say about this match, but I, I want to ask. I you. wanted to ask you. Okay, go ahead. What's your opinion on
0: Moise? Moise. On Moise. Ah, uh, I think he's an okay manager.
1: I think he's good for a team that wants to stay up. Remember when he was Everton's manager? He was actually pretty decent. I feel like as an Everton manager, he wasn't just trying to stay up, though. I feel like his role was trying to crack the top four, but but he always get, like, fifth or sixth. Yeah.
0: I I Usually
2: sixth.
1: This is okay for him, I think. Um, His
0: face, he's just comedic looking, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think he had a bad he got a bad name when he managed United. You really? And anyone that had to go
1: after Sir Alex had a very difficult role. But, bro, here's the thing. Let's face so- it. The last team Sir Alex won with was not very good. Look, I know I'm harsh in judging him off this, but he starts Mark Noble still. Mate, Mark Noble almost scored an equalizer today. <laughs> almost. Yes, he did. But no he remember. didn't.
0: That's what I'm saying, bro. If it was a lot of other people, maybe it would have been a goal. It's difficult, though. That man is like, that man's the club. Who gives a shit? That's like... I mean, this like Michael Jordan. Well, no, not Michael Jordan. But like let's say the Bulls had Horace Grant. Okay. And Horace Grant. <laughs> we benched has stuck Horace around. Grant, bro. It's like Dwayne Wade. We benched Dwayne Wade, didn't we? When he was ass for the Bulls. Well okay, yeah, but now I'm talking about Dwayne Wade, Miami, Dwayne Wade. Miami
1: can't bench Dwayne Wade.
2: Because yes, he's been with them forever. I mean, fuck. That's man. the kind of situation. Bro, Mark Noble's he's in.
1: ass. He, puts, he, he leaves Declan Rice so vulnerable. That poor man has to cover for Mark Noble. He has the worst job in the Premier League. Do you think Mark Noble's the worst Premier League player right now? Yes. You do? I say that with
0: confidence. Okay. I'm going to put a poll or I'm going to put a <laughs> Twitter a tweet that
1: asks the audience who is the worst Premier League player. I think that's just a comment It's not even going to be a one. poll. It's right. It's a, a comment one. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm saying that's in the starting 11. Obviously, we're not taking the benches into consideration. I'm saying someone that usually starts. Sure. Maybe not every week, but usually. Mark Noble being in that category. Okay. I don't think he's even suitable for the championship. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. That's where I stand with that.
0: All right. Well, then let me ask you uh, two things about this match. One, and I think this is an easy answer, but we'll warm you up with a little softball pitch. Are you concerned at all that it took being behind with 30 minutes left to wake Liverpool? I feel like Liverpool woke up. You know, this is the
1: narrative, though. But but
0: it's but to be fair, to them, it's difficult to get up for a match like this. Yeah. So
1: so what are your thoughts? Um, are you well, I mean, it was at Anfield, so it shouldn't be hard to get up for that match. I feel like they should always perform in front of that mm-hmm. that crowd at that stadium. Um, it wasn't a concern, and it's just weird because it's to the point where even when you were down. Yeah, sure. I was like, this is the team that's probably going to beat us. But there still was like, you know, honestly, when we equalized it, I was like, yeah, we're probably going to get a third. Like, I just like, this is like a feeling with this team I don't have, I've never had with any other team where I'm just like, they'll still win it. Well, it's wild because I'm watching bits of it. And obviously I was
0: teaching, but I had it on in the background and and I, (laughs) I thought as soon as West Ham scored, that was a fucking mistake. Not that you shouldn't score, but I thought... They're now going to lose the game. I feel like it would have been different had they Wait, not West scored. <laughs> scored. Yeah. And I felt like, uh-oh, you've pissed them off. Like yeah. it's like a beehive that like didn't give a shit about you. <laughs> and you took a swing and you hit it. Yeah, right? You scored and you hit it. And now they're pissed. And it became a training exercise for 30 minutes essentially after that goal. And I thought, you know, in a weird sense, if West Ham had not scored, they had a chance to draw this match. Yeah, But I think by scoring it – Oxley Chamberlain comes in the match, Mm -hmm. you know, Klopp makes some changes and then they're fucked.
1: Yeah. So, and And that's what I love. I know I keep saying I love how he's using Ox and still managing him, knowing that he's as, you know, as delicate as glass um, at this point. And, um, well, fuck, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Not to mention, both the goals by Liverpool were pretty, I I don't want to say lucky, but. I don't think they go in against a lot of other teams. I think yeah. Fabianski fumbled the Salah goal. Oh, that's second. But was again, terrible. the announcer said it. He said, "Good, you know, what? you know, you just got to put it on net, and it's if you put it on net, it's a chance." And yeah. You know what? Whether it's a one percent or a ninety-nine percent, I mean, shit, it could go in, and it went in. So. And that team's going to celebrate all the same.
0: I mean, when we <laughs> gave up a goal, when when we scored a goal on Dubrovka, Ozil scored on like that, his first in like a year. Mm-hmm. He. Whatever he's still happy. It is what it is. Just like you guys, sell out
1: scores. It ties the match. Whatever it's, it's it is what it is. So. so I guess Liverpool, in my opinion, at this at this time and point, has to focus on Champions League. Yeah. Um, I think you really focus on Atletico, and if you some if you can get past them, um, you know, focus on trying to get a double here. And I have trouble if you consider the
0: community. And short. I think because of that, they may be more prone at this point of the season to dropping a random match.
1: Which doesn't matter. I don't don't think we really care. I don't think, I'd hope they don't really care too much about, you know, breaking the Invincibles record. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I mean, you get a Premier League medal, right? It doesn't say your record behind the medal, does it? I don't think so. No, a Premier League medal is a Premier League medal. It doesn't say you got this many points. It doesn't say you went undefeated. I mean, if you haven't locked, try getting the Champions League again, man, because that's money. Yep. Yep. So, uh, moving on. To your other boys, maybe the wolves. All right. Of Brian hates wolves, by
0: the way. Wait, why? He had a friend in school. We should have asked him about this, but he had a friend in school that loved wolves
1: and it pissed him off. And so, Wolverhampton. Yeah, I don't know why it was one of his first dislikes. You know, I feel like Wolverhampton. If if so, if you introduce someone to soccer, and you're like, these are the teams. I don't know why aesthetically and looking at the name, you're like, I like this fucking team. Well, yeah, the lower orange, badass. Yeah, it's not Wait, bad. I thought, no, it's not orange, mate. It's yellow. It's orange. orange yellow. It's fucking orange, bro. Matt. Look at Wolverhampton's logo. It's yellow and black. But like they wear like orange, a dark right? yellow. Fuck.
0: Okay, hold on. <laughs> it's- Siri, what are Wolverhampton Wolves' colors?
1: Here's what I found.
0: Gold and black. So in between. Oh, come on.
1: Gold is more yellow. But if it's a darker gold, it's close to orange. You went to mate. Purdue. Do you see more orange or yellow? Gold. <laughs> oh, <More laughs> fucking gold and black, mate. I know, but sometimes you can't replicate gold on, on something, so they make it yellow. gold. Well, if they can't replicate, then they're fucked up. That's all I got to say about that. So they wear gold.
0: All right. Mate, look at these jerseys. I'm looking at their historical jerseys. That's orange as hell. Historical jerseys. And then that's yellow. They have both. I don't know, man. This is difficult. (laughs) They've worn both. (laughs) Like this year it's more yellow, but last year it was more orange. I don't know what to say. So
1: next year we don't
0: know. Are Wolves or Yellow <laughs> or Orange? We're going to make a poll. Are, are Wolves Yellow or Orange? That's actually a good debate. Let's do. Let's put it up there. I don't know. Speaking of which, let's talk about their, their, their performance. Yeah, yeah, okay, yes. Yeah.
1: 3 0 over Norwich. Pookie Watch. Been dead for quite some time. Now. Yeah, I think he's dead. He's not. No, more sex for old good old Pookie, huh?
0: I think Pookie knows they're getting relegated, and he's saving. <laughs> and he's saving his goals for next the season.
1: The Finnish big Newton
0: for, has like, canceled new season. Yeah, he's saving his goals for when he plays for Crystal Palace next year.
1: <laughs> say, you know, that's funny you say that. I could see him playing for
0: Crystal. Yeah, Palace. well, I mean, they have Christian
1: Benteke right now. so It doesn't take much. So, it sucks. amongst all Wolves' players. So they have a lot of high-profile players in this team. Yeah. They're playing good. Friend of the pod, trail, right? So Yoto scored and Raul scored, right? Yep. Uh, amongst those, they have Mourinho. Mutinho. Um, Mourinho. <laughs> Mate, would you, have, well, can, can, you imagine, can you imagine Jose Mourinho playing for Wolves? Actually, you know, he's one of the only managers that never played professional soccer. That's why it would be hilarious yeah. to see him out there. So um, who do you think, in your opinion, is the best player for Wolves at the moment? If you have to pick one. So, if you're doesn't making a team...
0: Yota or Hota or whatever they call him, doesn't he have like five goals this week? Yeah, you're right. Did you peek at my notes? No, mate? no, no. I was watching when I watched uh, the the game. I saw parts of it. Yeah, like,
1: so Yota has scored 10 goals in his last, last week. 12 appearances. Oh, even further out, yeah. So, yeah, he's had a hat trick and a brace along the way. Right. So, do you think he's kind of maybe a little underrated? Because of the other names that are surround, I mean Raúl is a big name. Maybe because we're here and there are a lot of obviously a lot of Mexican influence, so we hear a lot of Raúl talk. I mean, yeah, you hear you know Moutinho because of his past. Yeah, Ruben Neves. Ruben Neves. Yeah, because he scores those fucking worldies. I'm He's- I'm still a Raúl guy. You think Raúl's about? So if you were forming a team and you look at all Wolves rosters, you have to take one guy from that team. Who would you take? Adama. Adama Traore. Legitimately? Yeah, is he young still? I think he's like my. I think he's like 24, 25.
2: Yeah, he's 25. young.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you take Adama Traore over all those guys, eh? I take Ruben Neves personally. Well, Ruben Neves. And I Ruben. think Yota second. Okay. You don't like Raul? No. Friend of the pod. Look, I think, he's playing, of I think he's playing a lot with a lot of great players. I, I captained him in fantasy, and that bitch only scored one goal. I mean, it is what it is. What's with Norwich's jerseys? They look like Spain. They don't even have red in their fucking colors. What was it? Dude, I'm telling you, Norwich needs to get out of the Premier League. They're going to. And Pookie's going to go to Crystal Palace. And you know what upsets me? I hope they're not like West Brom. West Brom is a team that's going to come back up, and I just don't want to see them. (laughs) Do you want to see West Brom with Albion back in the Premier League? I don't mind them. Bro, when you play them, they're the worst team to watch. Well,
0: they might have changed. Remember how we were praising Norwich? Tony
1: Polis still manages them, bro. Do you remember
0: the first five weeks of the season we were jerking Norwich off and now you're sitting here like, man, fuck them. I want them out of here. Because they're ugly as posi- fuck. We talked about how positive they were and now we
1: sit here. So the opinion changes. You never My know. My opinion with West Bromwich Albion with that stupid-ass bird in their logo has not changed. Ever since, since day one that they came into the Premier League, I hated them and I still do. All right. Well. Aston Villa is the real team in Birmingham and Birmingham City. So that's that and mm-hmm. my little rant. So other games of uh, uh, noteworthy. Actually, no. Let's talk about Sheffield United. They should have won. So what's going didn't. on here? They drew 1 1 to Brighton, right? Stevens scoring for
0: Sheffield and Web- Webster for Brighton? Yeah. Um, I'll say this.
1: This is, dude, this is a game they had to win.
0: Yeah. I mean, if
1: you, you want to make Champions
0: League. Or even Europa, the way things are going.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: You have to be Brighton and hull
1: at home. Awful, awful. And they got lucky. Lundstrom should have been sent off. And he wasn't. Really? I have no idea. I, to be honest, I did not watch that game.
0: Yeah, well, I, I mean, he had a moment where it was one of those late tackles. Wasn't sent off after VAR was looked at. And Sheffield blew it. They really blew it to a team
1: that's fighting off relegation. So, I'm a little worried about Because, you. Yeah, you know, if they had won that game, they'd be in fifth. Yeah. And they'd be in a. They, dude, they lost their Champions League spot because they drew Brighton at home. This is why I said, I said, you know what? The slipper doesn't fit. Yeah,
0: I agree. I don't think they make any of. I don't even think they make Europa. I, don't I think, think Wolves do. are better than them. Yeah. And I think current form United's better than them. And I think Arsenal.
1: Dude, I still is don't know who them. the fuck this Stevens guy I don't know who anyone on their team still is except for Billy Sharp. <laughs> mate, Fleck, Lundstrom, Egan,
0: O'Connell. I know Kevin Egan. Henderson, their goalie. <laughs> Not Jordan.
1: Uh, Ollie McBurney. Come on, mate. Mate, when you turn on Premier League Saturday or Sunday. You're not tuning in for Sheffield United. I'll be honest
0: with you, I I wanted to see how they do, but I skipped the 9 a.m. matches this week because <laughs> it was a load of ass. It was like mate, it was like Chelsea, Tottenham at nine at 6:30, and at 11:30 you had Man City and Leicester, and in between it was a it was a bunch it was a bunch of bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's been trash.
1: So other games of note: um, yeah. Southampton. Even despite their terrible fucking home record, they went 2-0 against boys Villa, mm-hmm. um, Shane Long in the 8th, and then Armstrong. An empty netter. An empty netter the- in soccer. <laughs> Pepe Reina. Um, yeah. Nonchalantly
0: jogging back to his net, <laughs> not giving a damn. <laughs> and, like, the commentary was hilarious for that. Oh, if we, we, should we find the clip? Let's get, okay, Yeah, we're going we get, to get the clip. Get the clip. Ah!
1: So, yeah Pepe Arena um, I mean I don't want to blame him because he's like 98 years old but like bro <laughs> his 50 times got to be ass yeah um, so, but you know what I guess it was worth a go right I mean they had to do it mm-hmm. um, Burnley Burnley winning over Bournemouth three nil that was very shocking your boy Vidra scores a second who I said who the fuck is that guy last week yeah he heard me mm-hmm. so Jay Rodriguez with his with his wild hair. That I think suits him. Scores sixty for the first minute with a pen, and then McNeil, who the <laughs> announcer whacked off when he said so he's an upcoming young star. Star. Um, he finishes off Bournemouth, but wow! Um, you want to talk about that Bournemouth goal that was t- that was taken away? That was fucking wild. First of all, Bournemouth had this two is, goals. This is this is a big. I mean, you could debate if that was even a handball. By the way, Bournemouth had two goals called back. Actually. Yeah.
0: There was one early in the game that King scored, but it hit Billings' arm before it came down. That one, I'm okay with. That's the rule. But yeah, this this one's wild in that Burnley crosses a ball in. It hits a, a Bournemouth player's arm shoulder, maybe? It was questionable. Number 15. Yeah, it, number 15 I Memorize
1: it. I know the fuck it was.
0: Of Bournemouth. It was. And it might have been a shoulder, man. It was I close. think it was a shoulder, And then honestly. Bournemouth comes all the way down the pitch, scores. Callum Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. The Wilson and Wilson. Wilson and Wilson law firm. Harry Wilson nicely tucks away. They celebrate. Mm -hmm. And then Mike Dean goes to VAR. And for the first time (laughs) ever, not only did he wave off their goal, he gave a penalty to the other side. So you've just
1: scored. Your goal gets taken away. And now you're facing it. And Eddie Howe, who's a pretty energetic manager, was (laughs) just – he was just – I don't know if all the energy had gotten taken out of him. Or if he just did, he just was in disbelief, but he was sat there crouched <laughs> with his hands held together just like, what just happened?
0: You know, and, and we talked about this before. This was reminiscent of that Liverpool City game where, you know, it, and, and that wasn't a handball either, mm-hmm. where the ball goes off the Liverpool, was it Alexander-Arnold's arm? Yeah. yeah ish, yeah. whatever, area.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Liverpool goes down, and I believe that was the rocket that Fabinho had. Yeah. They score. Well, and then... VR looked at it, and I remember saying, oh, my God. If this gets taken back
1: and a pen goes the other way, that'll be fucking wild. And yeah. it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Unreal. So, Unreal. And you know what? I, I mean, that's a big swing in the match. It goes from 1-1 to 2-0. Yeah. Huge. I mean, uh, and you look at Bournemouth. I mean, they're two po- only two points clear of, of West Hain. Yeah. So, yikes. And no they, bueno. play, they play better than the results. I feel bad for them. They're actually a good team. They're actually... They're a good team. They just need a new stadium. Mate. Hashtag power the mural. Keep the... but Yeah, you can move the mural, mate. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, and then, last but not least, Crystal Palace won Newcastle. Now, this is kind of the who gives a fuck match. Van um, Anhol with a goal in the forty-fourth at your boy Lazaro. Never heard of him. He Ninety plus play the red card. My gu- I didn't watch it. My guess is he just like went on an angry rant at the end, maybe just lost it. He shit. did. He did. Um
0: actually what ended up <laughs> happening was a player, I can't remember maybe because this always happens to Zaha, who was pretty much off to the races and he football tackled him. <laughs> he just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And okay. got sent off. Yeah. Because um, he was the last defender. So. <laughs> okay. So that makes sense. Maybe he just wants next week off. Palace could have had so many goals that match. who they dominated. My question to you is, when does the Joe Clinton experiment end? I think it's over, mate.
1: He's probably going to get
0: loaned out to like some Swiss League
1: team next year.
0: Yeah, to Dwight Gale coming to health. So I think Dwight Gale is going to have to play up front. Totally forgot
1: he existed.
0: Yeah, he, well, I looked at their bench. I'm like, seriously, is Joe Clinton the best they have? Because he, he scored one goal all year. Yeah. And Dwight Gale might be playing. Uh, before we move on, quick shout out uh, back to that Villa game. Mm-hmm. Um, Trezeguet played. We okay. saw him on the pitch the fraud. Why does it say M Trezeguet on the back of his? What's
1: tree? his first name?
0: I don't know, but but why is it M? If he's fraudy, if it's a his, fraud,
1: that his name's Trezeguet. Maybe listen to the pod. Let he me put see what... M Trezeguet on the back of his name. Trezeguet. Villa, fake Trezeguet. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah, his name is Mahmoud Hassan. Someone says M. Trezeguet. I'm so really Mahmoud Trezeguet sure. And his, yeah. I Nones just wanted to know that. Just wanted to know. So that. So shout out to Fraud Trezeguet. Um, Van Enhol also becomes the defender with the most goals in, in Premier League history. With Rocket. With 13 with that. Rocket. He's been around for quite some time, hasn't he? So uh, you mentioned that he was Former on Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky for him. He's just been on a bunch of shit teams. Not that Palace isn't really that that shit, but I mean, damn. He hasn't gotten a shot. So he overtook, actually. So when I used to play FIFA like 06 and shit like that, when I was super young, some guy I'd always get because he was on a six month contract from Birmingham City, Scott Dan.
0: Scott, friend (laughs) of the pod. Yeah. He also played for Crystal Palace. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was a long time Premier League guy and um, someone that I loved in uh, old, old, old FIFA back when Neymar played for Santos still. Did he actually retire? Who Scott Dan? Are we gonna say he officially retired? Because Leighton Baines not
0: only didn't retire, but he started to make Leighton Baines wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Leighton Baines started to the know captain that. against Arsenal. Can we start over because there's Coleman. Coleman and he started. over. There, Coleman wasn't who's right? the other last Sidibe. They, have- they had him and Sidibe as wow. the four. So shout out to Leighton Baines for last week being <laughs> on the bench. Dan- Scott Dan's still on
1: <laughs> Wait, that's wild. Look, some guy on his own team passed him up. That's fucking wild. Scott,
0: so shout out to Scott Dan. Dude,
1: that's crazy because someone on his own team broke his own record.
0: There you go. Well, you know what? That means he can now get back in and
1: break that guy's record. Scott Dan is at the age of 33, by the way. Oh, no, he's got a chance. Yeah, born in Liverpool, Scott England. Scott
2: Dan. I thought shout he had out. a
1: Liverpool connection. Yeah. I remember. Liverpool all so right. that's, yeah, that's, that. Right, that's, you know what, recap. I mean, I mean, this is going to be a long ass episode, but I, wow. Yeah, I know. I saw that. My bad, dude. Was it me? Did I? No, see, we've covered a lot. See, I, kinda, a lot. I feel no, like no,
0: I. No, we've covered some big topics. We, and, and you know what we've done? We've covered teams that we don't cover usually. And I think that, like I said, it's a, it's once a week. You know, it's once a week. People just listen, listen to
1: 20 minutes on each drive. You'll have a you'll have a good moment here. You know what I'm saying though. Like this is the part of the season. This is like this is like you're rounding third base. Yeah, it's the last ten games Big of the season. Big times. So, all right, shall we jump to prediction or scores? Week twenty-seven scores comments. No, that comes after these. <laughs> Shit, May. This is episode twenty-seven, and I still crossed my wire. <laughs> Let's go to the know. scores. It's just been a weird day today. I feel like no. It's been a wild it's day. It's been a Monday. It's been, it's been a Monday. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I mean, granted, I've only gone to Target today, but I mean, it's been a bit wild, hasn't it? I guess <laughs> so a lot so. going on. I feel like in the world moment.
0: Scores haven't been bad. Scores were good this week. Steve led the way with twenty. Your boy. I had sixteen. You had fifteen. Brian
1: the caboose fourteen. Nikhil didn't pick. You know, I, I don't know why. I just feel like Steve. Is, like I just feel like Steve's always going to win. I don't know why. Well, if he, he didn't really screw last so, week, Yeah. Steve always comes up with some strong-ass numbers. He dude. would have been better off
0: not picking last week than, than half picking. But anyway, here's where it puts us all. You're in first at 15.08 average. By the way, Nikhil, mind him for not picking. And yeah, Nikhil's in second at 14.27. Hot seat. we got to discuss. Oh. Yeah, you got to pick Nikhil. We're, we'll tell you on air soon. We haven't said it. Yeah. Well, the breaking news <laughs> is that we're having Nikhil on next week. First time. Yeah guest many
1: time contributors so he'll be like we mentioned all these guys on the pod even Caitlin. yeah and um, finally, it'll, gotta, be, it'll be fun yeah alright so he's
0: in second at 14.27 uh, Steve 13.87 is in third uh, I'm in fourth at 13.38 and the camoose is only point one two behind me with 13.26
1: so I better look you've been looking shit bro out. I'm gonna call you out I haven't been shit I've just been <laughs> floating around man don't I mean, worry about it I mean, you beat me this week, but, mate, you get it right together, to lad. This week. We're going to the horseshoe on well, Saturday. the bad get it together, thing is lad.
0: my goal scores are wild this week. So let's make our, let's go with our predictions. Although your
1: betting has been hitting, right? It has been.
0: I've been doing better. My gambling corner is okay. We'll go over that in mm-hmm. a second. So this week's predictions, uh, the first match is actually on Friday,
1: I think. I believe. Um, I Norwich about. and Leicester. I, got, uh, I think Norwich is at home. This is a 2 o'clock game, I'm guessing. Yeah, I got Norwich. Or I mean central time. I got Norwich
0: 1, Leicester 3. Aoz Perez, because Vardy's been struggling. Okay. So I like Aoz. Okay. In a 3-1 win. I like Nor- I like Leicester. 2-0. Yeah. And I like Vardy. Vardy. All right. Brighton at
1: uh, hosting Palace. I got another away win. Brighton <laughs> 1, Palace 2, A.U. Brighton 1, Palace 1. I forgot to pick a goal scorer for this game. So just pick one. Give a name. Mal- uh, Malpe. Okay. Write it down for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, born with Chelsea. This
0: is my shock result. I, Brian's not gonna like this. I'm sorry, Bournemouth's at home, and I feel like they played so Bro, well last time. Yeah, I, they're the team that beats them the most. You remember you had that stat. That
1: they beat wait, Chelsea. Wait, let's 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 rewind this. Is this the was this the first week of the Gambling Corner? This is why I won all my money. I picked Bournemouth to win. Could have been. I picked Bournemouth to win that week. Just saying. No humble brag. I don't think it was the first week of the Gambling Corner because that's relatively new. Okay, well then I called it on the pod. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. these matches were the first matches of the season. Okay. Well, I've crossed my wires. Bournemouth 2, Chelsea 2, and I have Harry Wilson. Oh, wow. I got um, I got Bournemouth 1, Chelsea 2. I think Giroud's going to keep it up. Oh, Olivier. i like Giroud to score in front of the mural. All right. Newcastle uh, hosting Burnley. I got Newcastle 1, Burnley 1, Jay Rodriguez is my goal scorer. I got 1-all, and I got yeah. Cal... Uh, whoops, I mixed that one up. Pick Cal Wilson. Um <laughs> he doesn't play for any of those teams. I'll put Jay Rodriguez too because I don't All know right. who the fuck's striking for Newcastle. West Ham hosting Southampton. Now I picked this up. Wait, who's who's Newcastle striker? Joe Clinton. No, he's not, mate. He doesn't start. Joe
0: Clinton started the last game up top. He's That's why I asked you about that. He's not. Bro, he's been starting the last three games. Okay. They have Andy Carroll who dies every four okay. weeks. Alright, West
1: Ham won Southampton two is what I have. I got okay. Who's? who's Ings. Ings? Yeah, I got two one Ings. Uh, About right. West Ham winning, okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watford hosting Liverpool. I got Watford zero, Liverpool three Salah. I got Watford zero,
0: Liverpool two Salah. Everton hosting Man United, and I think Anche- I know Man United played well last match. But Ancelotti, I'm telling you, they're good. I got Everton three, United one. Calvert Lewin,
1: you think Everton's going to score three past that United defense yes. with Bruno Fernandez? Yes. I think Bruno was- Fernandez don't play defense. When is this game? Sunday, maybe. I'm going to lay one down at the shoe on this game. I like United no. to win two one, uh, and I got Tony. Okay, I think this United team's turning it around. Wolves Tottenham. Wolves Tottenham, I got two all, and I got Raul. I got Wolves two Tottenham zero Raul. You went you you went Balsall all this week, huh? Yeah, I feel very weird about some matches, so we'll see. I think Tottenham's going to shit. Some good shots. I'm uh, now. I'm interested in your betting corner, mate, because yeah, some of these too. odds are going to be bananas. It
0: will be. It will be. Uh, so, shall we go to comments finally that you were you were very excited about? Oh, I mean, I, I, it, it's my favorite part. Yeah. Because I right. like interacting Good with people. Good stuff. All right, so let's go ahead. I just want to put the
1: cap on... Uh, as long as it's not about politics. Not today. Not today. <laughs> I know. The family get-together yesterday was a bit wild. That man. was bananas.
0: Uh, <laughs> talk a little bit about that in a second. Um, just a final bit on the Jim Carrey talk. Steve said, I'm not sure that that the liar-liar pick is controversial. It's a great one and it's more adult themed where the mask was better when you were a kid. So does not hold as well now. So I think that we can close the book on that one, right? Yeah. Alright, another big topic, food talk. I wanna talk food. I'm a big foodie. Right? So we heard on my strict diet right We nice. heard Brian talk about French toast, so we'll redo the poll. We'll redo yeah. it. Can we redo it? But the last poll, sixty percent said pancakes, forty percent said
1: waffles. This is your way. This is your way of moving fit waffles the first no i'm just saying because the waffle guys are going to stick the waffles and you're going to steal at least one from the pancakes group and that's gonna wait we're just being fair to brian this is no you i mean we are but you're doing this for your for selfish reasons okay well speaking of which there was a comment
0: (laughs) i think the only other person aside from myself to pick waffles was steve Who said the pockets allow you to collect butter in there, so whenever you bite into it, it's just a bite of warm, buttery, syrupy goodness. Doesn't that make you fucking drool? That makes me
1: drool, but... That's fucking electric. You get some hot pancakes, put butter on it, the butter's just going to melt right on it. Yeah, but it doesn't have anything to go in, like those little square pockets that Steve mentioned. Because
0: the pancake soaks it in, lad. I'm telling you, lad. It's in the fluffiness, you get a buttery fluffiness. All right. Well, so that's it on that talk. We'll add we'll add a one so Brian can pick French toast, and then you know what? i am passionate about. There will this. be more picks this week because there were. I, I'm mad about the turnout. I've got a you know more about food talk. Okay. Remember when we talked about getting rid of a place? Yeah. Um, Al's Al's was voted the the highest. Forty three percent said Al's. Yep. Twenty eight percent said Harold's Chicken, which makes me think those that picked it have never had it.
1: If you have Harold Chicken, go to Harold Chicken and eat it there if you can. It's kind of janky. And also, you could have gone to a bad location. You got to come to the one by us. Yeah. You have to go You have to... go to The one in South Loop. The South but Loop or south of it. No, if no, you no, go no. north, you're the the screwed. No. There's the one by Papa John's. And yeah. The they're good both one. good. No, no. But the good one, you could bring your own beer. Yeah. They sell beer. And three, they actually have a good sitting area with TVs. And, dude, they fucking give you, like, enough fries to feed the continent of like North America it's bananas so also those
0: voting results are skewed because Giordano's had 29% but then Brian said I voted before reading the question thought I was voting for which one was the best so I chose Giordano's get rid of Al's
1: so you know, Al's I, is going to be over say, 50% I, yeah I'd say out of the big chain Portillo's people, had 0% by the way oh wow which, uh, yeah. which is you know justifiable good, which I think. is good yeah and here, here's what I'm saying with Giordano's so we talked to Caitlin about this, born and raised in Chicago. She's a loose person. Um, loose person. She, she, said, she said Owl's, but she said Giordano's is a show just because we have a lot of deep dish places here. Right. And if Giordano's isn't your number one, why keep it? So I can see that. I mean, I think out of the deep dish chains, that's my favorite, Giordano's. But I'm telling you, Chicago home grinder kitchen, best deep dish pizza you'll ever have in your life. Well, and In Lincoln Park. Maybe well, Steve Fuchs has been there? Well, Steve did talk. He did have his take. He
0: said, Either either Giordano's or Al's. In my eight-plus years in Chicago, I've never had Al's. Can't be that good if no one has forced me to get it. As far as Chicago Deep Dish is concerned, it's Pequod's or Bust. So he's a Pequod's guy. Everything I've, else no, is trash. I've never had it, mate. Have you? Um, I have not, shockingly. We must. Okay. Two things we got to do before the end of
1: summer. Pequod's? To end the summer? Beginning of summer. Oh. Pequots and the, the, I have to have the grinder. Oh, the grinder? About. I think that's more of like a, you got to maybe take Caitlin there because it gets pretty crowded there. Yeah. Well,
0: we'll see. Um, more on food talk. Steve had a pulley started and I wish I'd been on to see it actually. I voted for this. I was at training for work recently and all the New Yorkers kept asking, what's the deal with Chicago deep dish? Shout out Devin, who also doesn't like it. So the real question is, what's the best chain style pizza, and why is it Jets? But Jets had zero percent, fifty to Giordano's deep dish. So that means
1: Steve didn't vote on his own poll. I don't think he wanted to vote on his own.
2: Okay,
0: but
1: Jets is pretty good too. Shout out Jets. No, yeah, Jets is um, Jets is is good. It's very good. Um, Me personally, uh, you're in New York. I, I grew I grew up I grew up deep dish, but. Man, I went to New York and had that slice, and God damn, that shit's lit. In my opinion, it's any New York style chain. New York style pizza to me is the best because it's—I don't know—it's just so good. I'm going deep dish, Chicago deep dish. I, it's something about the cheese. I love the cheese and I'm done. Uh, you know, and in to the defense of the deep dish pizza, the worst kind of people on this earth that walk this earth are when you're like, oh man, deep dish pizza is good. And like, oh that's a that's not a. That's a cake, or that's a that's a pie. Those yeah. are the worst people.
0: Well, you know what else? I think it's fun it's to have this pizza, debate. Bro. I think it's fun to have this debate, but yeah, why are you all getting like angry? Why don't you just all eat all the types of pizzas and have a night? You no, know?
1: I mean, no. The my my qualm is with the people that fucking so don't pick deep dish. I didn't pick deep dish, right? But I feel like anyone that picks against deep dish has to say something smirky about it. You know what we should do? Okay, have you have you noticed that too? Yeah. No, no. I'm sorry, mate. I'm I got an idea. I got
0: now. an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. Why don't we, if we can gather people, or if we do something, we're gonna order one pizza of each type, and we should all have a
1: piece of it and enjoy it together. So, Jets, Giordano's, and then pick a New York place. There's, but we're mate, we're in Chicago. There's no. I've looked for. I understand it's here. difficult, but you know. Plus, you gotta have the New York slice there. It's authentic that way. Okay, walking around like Times Square or Brooklyn with a slice and grape soda is one of the best things I've ever done in my life.
0: All right, well, grape soda. Yeah, I don't see
1: you as a grape soda guy, but that's wild. I mean, when 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 (coughs) in Rome, when in Rome, when you're at a New York style pizza chain, you you know you got to get a pizza in a can. You got to get a pizza in a can. No, it was purple Fanta.
0: Okay, but you just said went in Rome for grape soda yeah, in New York.
1: That's old school New York stuff, bro. Grape <laughs> soda is old school New York. Get your grape soda can with the with the slice of pizza. If okay,
0: if you're from Ask New York, Devin, or you bro. know New York people? Is it grape soda? Is that the New York thing? I just I don't
1: know. Yeah, I'm just or asking. like I guess any type of like fine, like we can get orange soda or like the purple like I did. But yeah, okay. Um, in addition,
0: you shared some of the interesting facts that uh, Brian had one about. Lampard we mentioned. Um, Steve had one about Kepa Caballero that was mentioned. So the only other thing really that was discussed was Manchester City. A few people uh, brought it up. Um, And then another thing I'm going to save for the fantasy corner. Uh, But in terms of Manchester City, uh, two things. One, Steve mentioned that uh, somewhere, I'm going to get into it here, that it would be absolutely hilarious to see City down a league and whooping
1: everyone through. Yeah, you know, I thought about that too. That would be hilarious. But I'd also be interested in seeing how many people leave that team if that does happen. He said, good God, can you imagine that
0: Man City team down in the championship just destroying Fulham and Cardiff on a weekly basis? They'd break every record. Uh, but then, And then Brian had a good question. Okay. Which player do you think would be most likely
1: to stay through the troubled years? So uh, if they get relegated to League One or Buffon two. Buffon at like Juventus, yeah. Who would you say?
0: That's tough, bro. I feel like just because he's built almost into the DNA of them now. Aguero. I think Aguero stays. Now nah, he's South American.
1: No, Steve None of said KDB. Seems like the kind of sucker who thinks that they should be loyal to a team. Um, I think for that reason, they'd keep David Silva. Okay. I think David Silva, if not David Silva, um, fuck, man. Well, it's not who they should keep. It's who would stick around. Yeah, I think David Silva you would. You think David
0: Silva. I had Aguero, Steve, KDB. Brian, I'm curious about your answer. Fun, fun one.
1: That's Do you think one. Foden leaves? I don't know. He'd actually get to play, maybe. So... But against Coventry City? You know who wouldn't stay? Raheem Sterling. Ba-dum. Dude, literally two <laughs> days after that happened, did you hear his interview? No. He was like, man, Real Madrid. He talked about Real Madrid. He said everyone knows about if you wear that famous white. There you he go. Goes, he goes, but for right now, I'm on Man City. Yeah. That's not surprised. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. and not, We're going to have an over two-hour episode, so we should – Okay. So yeah. We'll go on. and This is
0: getting wild. Hopefully, people listen this to us ever Everland. again. Um You know, it's a week, whatever. Nance of the Week. This is why we don't... My bad. Next time you got to prep, I'm all over the place. No, we didn't. Uh, I got to share the polls. So last week, I didn't share the winners. Of Nance of the Week. Yeah. So before we get into our own business here, let's talk about last week's, first of all, Player of the Week. Okay. Um, You guys all voted, and you gave the award to Nicola Pepe, 67%. 33% 33% picked Harry Maguire, zero Kevin De Bruyne, and zero Richarlison. I think
1: I picked Pepe. Okay.
0: Yeah, so did I. So someone else picked Harry Maguire, because... <laughs> anyway, um, but nonce of the week, 50% of you went with the French penis spider. <laughs> 25% said Manchester City. 25% went with <laughs> Reese Maguire <laughs> masturbating in his vehicle. <laughs>
1: And I voted for um, the penis bite. The
0: penis bite. And 0% picked Bjorn Angles, who the episode was named after. <laughs> Usually a winner, Bjorn Porn. Um, didn't win this week. <laughs> so now let's go to this week's nonce of the week.
2: You, you are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mind. All
0: right, and this week's candidates are decent.
1: Um, for the first one, we're going to go to <laughs> Neem. Bro, by the way, real quick before I forget this, I go on Instagram's explore page every now and then. Yeah. Usually it's filled with like these really hot because like I'm like, oh man, that's why I go on Instagram, just scope the hot chicks out on there. And out of nowhere, that clip of Salah's rugby player showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna screenshot it. We... Yeah we
2: did
1: <laughs> gonna screenshot and send it to you. But I just I guess I forgot.
0: I don't know. So Anthony Biancon was sent off in a <laughs> League <laughs> uh, match uh between them and Ren. Len, as they say, yeah. he basically for those wrestling fans, JBL, Jerry Bradshaw. What was his it's name? Not Jerry. It's John. John. Br- <laughs> it's not. It's was not, it John Bradshaw? It's
2: not Jerry.
0: <laughs> it was Bradshaw. Where did you get
2: Jerry from? I don't know. I don't
0: know. It was Bradshaw. It's the guy, you know, the guy. It's John. John Bradshaw. Okay, Layfield or whatever he was called. He used to do the clothesline from hell. You remember that? John Charles Layfield, whatever. He used to do the clothesline from hell. This guy, Anthony Bianchon, basically did the clothesline from hell on Eduardo uh, Kameninga. So that's candidate number one. Candidate number two is an Academia Pandev defender. Uh, so this is a team that's in the Macedonian First Division, and it belongs to Macedonian star Goran Pandev. Um so, one of their defenders apparently didn't like that the other team did a quick throw-in. And for some reason, he had a ball in his hand. And we're going to tweet this. He chases the opponent with the ball in his hand. And as a way of defense, last-ditch effort, he throws the ball that he had in his hand at the other ball. Hits it.
2: And he's hits in, it. Yeah, productive.
0: And I don't know what happened after that because it's the Macedonian League. So, yeah. it might have been legal. By
1: the way, literally, like we got more more of an audience at her Sunday league teams for BVB Napoli. Oh
0: god, I know, right? It's
1: ridiculous.
0: All right, then we got Jordan Henderson, yep, who parked across two disabled bays or disabled spots. Mm-hmm. After he arrived at a hospital for a scan on his injured hamstring, the midfielder, 29 from Sunderland, took up two disabled bays <laughs> with his black Mercedes AMG GT 63S <laughs> worth 140,000 pounds at the Spire Liverpool Hospital. And the four-door coupe was even parked in front of a sign which said, Blue badge holders only. A disabled badge holder <laughs> appeared to attempt to park next to the Mercedes, yet Henderson had not left enough room. He was pictured wearing a black tracksuit and was seen on his phone as he walked into the hospital. <laughs> you remember how you always said you were worried about going on a handicapped stall while you were pissing? <laughs> he, he just didn't give a fuck, apparently. So there's Jordan Henderson. And or then maybe we, that was, you know, they, I don't know. And then we have David Lind. This is a new type of wild. Yeah. So David Lind is a um, Swedish man who won his appeal to officially change his name to Tottenham.
1: Um, would just, you ever change your name to Arsenal? Fuck no. I, maybe like if he named after a player, it'd be a little. Would more you honor. ever consider naming your kid Arsene? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but it would be. I'd name it all that. It'd be fucking banter. So fair. when I get when I get my dog, you think if I name it Arsene, it'd be like it'd be bananas. Name. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> you should name yours Jurgen. Jurgen. Can you imagine introducing I'm your dog to other dogs, dog Jurgen.
2: Jurgen?
0: So this idiot, this man from Sweden, has won an appeal to change his name to Tottenham. David Lind is a supporter of the North London club and wanted to change his name after Spurs reached the Champions League final last season. Lind was one of three winners in a competition open to people who wanted to change their name to their favorite English side. So I don't know what the fuck was going through their mind. In June, he was denied the right after sending his application to the authority Verket, but the decision was overturned on appeal. <clears throat> Here's what he said. That it goes through now is almost like scoring goals in injury time, Lin told Swedish publication Espressin. I've been waiting for it. I also know that several people have appealed and taken this further. I thought this day would come... But now it has taken so long that I thought they ran out of sand a little. Spurs returned to Premier League action. So this guy wow. has changed his name to Tottenham. Yeah. Idiot. So let's go through the options again. You have Anthony Bianchu for the clothesline from hell. <laughs> the academia Pandev defender who threw a ball at another ball as a form of defense. Jordan Henderson for parking in a handicapped spot. <laughs> Two two handicap spots and David Lind for changing his name to Tottenham. Who's your vote? My early vote is well, obviously as an Arsenal fan, David Lind for
1: changing his name to Tottenham. I'm yeah, I agree with that. I think he could have gone with some other, but maybe change your name to Spurs. Yeah, Spur or Hugo for Hugo Lloris. No, or Kane or yeah, Harry, Harry, Harry.
0: I mean, bro, Harry's better than. (laughs) Who's your second? Yeah, it's a (laughs) stupid fucking name. (laughs) Who's your second go? I, that Academia Panda defender is fucking hilarious, too. If you, like, who is watch the, first? the tweet. I'm going to go with the clothesline. First. Anthony Bianchu, who literally clotheslines this man and gets sent off. You know,
1: I'll give it to... I'll give it... Well, I mean, technically he did have a hamstring injury. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it to... Anderson. I'm not going to give it to Henderson. Because so he was injured. That's why he's going... You know he's out for the rest of the season? I,
0: yeah, I saw he was upset today. So he, he is looked, legit he looked upset. Oh, my God.
1: What?! You have a broken leg, it's temporary, It's but you're not broken, it's a hamstring, lad. Oh my lord. They're the best soccer team in the world. Mate.
0: He's handicapped?
1: What, well, he is, bro. You How is that not handicapped? Why can't he play because he's currently handicapped? Mate. <laughs> um, handicapped could be temporary.
0: Yeah, but he can't park in a handicap, Sam. He doesn't have the sticker. He, how do you know
1: that? Because uh, clearly he didn't have it. That's what they just said. He didn't get no, they didn't say that. He did it. Mate. The only thing he did rough was parking in two spots.
0: No, he parked in a
1: handicap, and then another he's man tried to come
0: in. Mate, it's a hospital. Half the people going in are handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Hey, he's the least handicapped of all the including handicapped. Including
1: Jordan Henderson. He's handicapped. Bro, he has no excuse. Currently he's handicapped. What do you mean, his hamstring? That's why he's not playing. Yeah, well, now you have old, other, old ass men that legit have canes to walk. This but his man walking ability is at the same rate as them, maybe. It's not. Clearly, it's not. Mate, his hamstring's bad enough to where he can't play soccer. Yeah, this. Okay. Well, my hamstring's not good enough to play soccer. It doesn't mean I'm handicapped. No, you do play soccer, though. Well, yeah, but I'm not, not at a high level. That doesn't matter what level you play All right, let's go to like it's, like it's like, it's like if, <laughs> if they, like, numbed your mouth for uh, tooth surgery yeah. and it lasts for the rest of the semester. You're handicapped, mate. You can't teach. <laughs> that is fucking bananas. <laughs> if
0: that was me, if, I, if that legit happened and I didn't teach, I'd be the biggest pussy on earth. You can't talk, you nonce. I'm not a nonce. All right, let's move on. <laughs> You're the nonce. Let's go to the fantasy corner. Uh, top scores this week Diego Yota, 16. Van Anholdt had 15. Uh, Burnley's Dwight McNeil had 14. Bruno Fernandez, 14. Pierre McAubamiang, 13. There was another emergency goalie. Top, in- oh God. Top incoming, uh, Fernandez, Abamiang, Vardy, Richarlison, Martial. Top outgoing, Aguero, Lundstrom, Grealish, surprising. De Bruyne, and Son, who's dead. Uh, fun fact. Steve, Steve brought up a great fact, said of the players with at least 500 minutes, Marcus Alonso has the fifth highest points per minute between Aguero and Alexander-Arnold. Wow. Alonso is by far the cheapest at $6 million, which is half the price of the top four, and $2 million cheaper than Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Hashtag fantasy corner. That's a great fact. That's a good one, yeah. Um, so, I'm not going to say my pick would be... Uh, Alonso, if I'm telling you to get someone, I'd go Tony Martial. He's $8 million. He's in a midfield position, but he plays up front right now, at least until um, Rashford is not dead. And now he has a passer. So I'd go for him <clears throat> if you want to wait a week because Arsenal's not playing this week. I think Nicolas Pepe's found his form. He had another assist this past week. He had a goal and two assists last week. He's playing really well. Their team's playing really well. He um, has five easier matches until they hit a tough run. So if you want him for five weeks, go get him. Any suggestions for you, Anything from the past corner? Olivier Giroud, if you're looking for a temporary man. All right. Ari likes Olivier Giroud. Okay, let's go to the gambling corner. Everyone's favorite. This past week was a bit rough. Um, I lost 352 on my bets. The only one winning was United. I lost my Sheffield plus 105 in the Man City Leicester draw at plus 305. Ariane only lost $1, lost his two bets. You had Villa winning at 400. That was not a win. And you had Chelsea Tottenham draw at plus 290, even though you picked Chelsea to win in the predictions.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I fucked up. Steve uh, had Sheffield, Brighton, uh, under two goals, lost that. He had Liverpool minus two. That one lost. Um, and then he parlayed all of his bets, and that one lost. And he had Villa plus 430. That one lost. So he, he overall lost $2.07 because he bet low low amounts. Yeah. Sorry, he did win his Chelsea bet. He had Chelsea at minus 135. Brian was a winner this week. Even though he only won one bet, so he lost two bets. He lost three dollars on Villa. He also picked Villa like you at plus four thirty. He had Southampton Villa draw. So basically, he was like fading Villa. They lost. So he had him plus three twenty one. So he lost six bucks on Villa. But I mean,
1: I'm I yeah I would have done. I mean, he hit a three
0: team parlay, four dollars to win seven fifty three. Look how easy this was. United minus one sixty seven win. Wolves, minus 191, win. Liverpool, minus 600. These three win 753. Overall, he wins 153 for the week. So the standings are, Arine has a net gain of 1705. Brian's at plus 804. I'm at plus 297 after a bit of a hit. And Steve, minus
1: 862. So a little bit of the opposite of... By the way, if anyone knows some legit online gambling, like, because it's legal in Illinois now, just let me know. Because... I mean, I don't like going with the bookie. Well, Illinois is going to open up something soon. Bro, I want, I mean, I want on my phone, though. Well, I'm, also, yeah, I'm also dabbling in legal gambling, too, so that'll shout out soon. Stocks. All right. Shout out Stocks. So who do you Shout have? out, Tesla. So let's talk about this week. Who do you have? Oh, man, we're running out of time almost. Who do you have? Um, uh, Fucking out of time. I know, that's bananas. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. All right.
0: So I bet all my 10, and you know my picks were wild. Actually so check out how I did this. Bournemouth Chelsea draw. I only put one dollar on it. Mm-hmm. It's at plus three twenty two, so I can win three twenty-two if they draw on one dollar. I put one dollar on Crystal Palace to win this week. Okay. Um, that's at plus three twenty-eight. They're at Brighton. Okay. That's a great bet. $1 yeah. to win $328. So I've just put $2 there. Wait, wait, that's your draw? No, I have Palace winning. What's that at? Plus what? Plus 328. Palace over Brighton.
1: Bananas.
0: I have I Boy won the yeah, Chelsea yeah. draw
1: plus 322. Oh, so if something's plus 229 you put a dollar on it, you're going to win 229,
2: right?
0: Yeah. Okay. So I put a dollar on each of those, and the rest of my eight bucks, I have eight other dollars. Yeah. Liverpool minus 188. Wow. Eight bucks to win 426. So if I
1: lose the other two, this is my fallback game. Now if I lose this one, I'm fucked. So. I like that, but the reason why I didn't go with Liverpool is because it's a road game. I yeah. just don't like betting on the road team that much. Sure. So I have Chelsea. Is Chelsea playing on the road? Did I just contradict? Yeah, myself? At Bournemouth. Yes, yeah, so I'm contradicting myself. What I literally just said.
2: Okay.
1: Um, I have Chelsea winning at minus one thirty eight. How much money? Two dollars to win one seventy three. Hmm. I have Leicester to win at minus one thirty one. Two dollars to win one seventy six. Okay. I also dabbled in the Brighton Palace game. The sure. draw was at plus 229. So okay. I bet $1 to win 229. Isn't it wild that Palace is that big of underdogs? Yeah, I think Brighton just had like one good week. So,
0: okay, there are your bets. So remember, you can make a max of three. I gave an extension or an exception to Steve because his parlay was his three bets. Mm-hmm. So, And I think it was his real bets. Like these are his real. <laughs> yeah. 81 cents, $1, $1, which is... It'd be nice actually to have that chance because it's like okay, just a couple of dollars dabble in. Yeah. So guys, I'm enjoying this. People are getting in on the gambling corner, and look out! This week we will share bet tickets because we're going Saturday. We're going to bet on the Sunday
1: games, and I'm betting on MLS. Okay, you're wild for that. <laughs> I'm not betting on. I might. I might dabble Well, here The and fires there. suck, and they and Seattle's even at home against the fire. I'm betting against the fire. I don't know what I'm gonna bet on this weekend. We'll see. I might dabble in college basketball as well. Oh, there. I
0: absolutely. I will
1: not just. Dabble but we're staying there. We're we staying will have a there. i are we staying college there. College yeah. Okay. For good. Yeah. For I a little. For I want to get the recliner seats. Well, let's try and go early then. I want. We gotta check our discounts too, because I'm trying to get some discounted food there. But kind of well, healthy.
0: Well, we gotta I don't go, know go what early. Got. We gotta go early then. We gotta go Why? Early.
1: It's not college football season. Yeah,
0: because some on uh, Saturday college basketball games start earlier. Bro, you know they don't, They're not as big though.
1: They are. Baylor and Kansas was at 11 a.m., last. Bro, it's no NFL, but people don't go to that for that, you know.
0: Okay, yeah, but I'm not going to go at like 8 p.m.
1: No, 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 no I got you. I want to – no, I'm saying I want to go early Saturday. I want to catch some prem games. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're going to go early. Oh, yeah. Let's figure out when the sports book opens, though. Ooh, of course. Okay. Well, there it is. There it is, yeah. We're set. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want a question. So I know we all obviously have our soccer teams that we're all used to. I want to ask a question. So we all have sports, you know, that we're into outside of soccer, maybe. If you were to choose your favorite sports team outside of your Premier League team, outside of soccer, who would it be? You have to pick one. The one that I get as So no fire, no arsenal.
0: Or the USA. one I get as emotional about, if it goes one way or another... You know, I feel like it's cyclical. It depends who's doing well. Like Hawks playoff games get me going wild. So, okay. But so right I'm going to this.
1: Base, base this off your past. So think of when the Blackhawks were. Think of this when the Bulls like had d Rose were good. Or like when the Bears like last year. And what year loss two years crushed ago. you like the most? Yeah, like double dink. You know, double doink. That was bad. I'm going to go with Purdue basketball. Wow. Yeah, you are. A big Purdue, Purdue basketball. basketball. Like I have had moods because of that. Wow. Yeah. Could you guess mine? Blackhawks. That is correct. Yeah, yeah <laughs> easy. easy. All right. Let us
0: know. Yeah, I'm Tweet at us, at the footy corner too. Yeah. A and good little th- ending question. Yeah. And with that said, I'll go to one of my least favorite managers. Wow. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have a different intro for him every week. Yeah. Unai Emery. Love you guys.
1: Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Yeah.